0: But yeah, let me uh let's let's do it. Let's um go for this uh
1: Black Cray RYM page
0: for Yeah, was that? Everybody get in, you know, get their RYM pages the up. references and, yep. ready, everybody get your notes
2: out. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to this week's Living Off Borrowed Time podcast. I'm not Patrick, once again, coming back with an intro this week. Uh, It's Caleb, a.k.a. Optimal Audio on RYM. I've got not one, but two special guests with me this week for this episode. We're going to talk about a very special artist. So, one of our guests, I'm going to introduce him first because you're pretty familiar with him. It's uh, Kit and Puke on RYM, a.k.a. Wyatt. Wyatt, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing just wondrous, and, you know, I can't wait to, like, talk about, you know, all the, the different expanses and eras of the artist that we're talking about today.
0: It's it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, definitely, we're going to talk about how old the artist really is, because we're not sure. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to talk about uh, an abundance of mixtapes from the artist and this artist's influence. And uh, with us to discuss the artist... Is well for one, the artist we're discussing is Black Cray, legendary uh, underground rapper in the 2010s, founder of Goth Money Records, and supremely influential artist on a myriad of hip hop throughout the decade, especially in the latter half. And with us, we have Troy, aka Influential Detour on ROM. I hope I got that right, Troy. You did great, glad I got I crushed it. I was. I did a little cheating before and I had to look at the <laughs>
3: username.
0: I had to look at the again, but uh, yeah, you can find him at Influential Detour. He's got cool taste. Definitely check him out. And um Thank you. first first time being on a podcast?
2: Yeah, first time ever. Never never done anything like this before. So it's it's exciting for
0: sure. All right. Well just, just so you're being recorded over the airwaves and it will be played on our YouTube. So anything you say can be used against you. I, I just said so, you know. Don't uh, don't upset the Black Ray fans. Although I don't think Black Ray fans will be like Makami fans.
2: No,
3: but we're no, gonna. I don't think, I don't think they.
2: Uh, yeah. Some artists are just really uh, stan prone. I guess if that if that makes sense.
0: Seems seems like Black Ray fans are a lot more a lot more shell laid back. You could argue. I would agree. Uh, uh, so, and we are all Black Ray fans on this uh, on this podcast. So we look forward to. Talking about him. And I, how did you guys get into Cray exactly? I guess, why I'll start with you.
1: I'm um, trying to remember. I think I, well, I think the first time I heard Black Cray was, of course, because at the time his highest rated release on the RYM pages was Ice Creams and Mac, Ice Cream and Mac 10s. Mm-hmm. And I checked that out. And we'll get into this later, but I'm not as high on that tape as everyone. But I still thought it was a decent enough tape. So that was like the first interaction, but where I really caught on with Cray, was when after that I went to crack, crowd, cl- crack Clouds over Arts Kitchen because of the Witch House mm-hmm. subtag, and I was like, okay, what is because? And we talked about this before on our Cemetery episode. It was like I was really into the idea of Witch House expanding more into its rap influence. So I saw a mixtape like this, and he's got like the Metallica shirt on the cover yeah. so i was like okay this
0: um or is it the iron maiden uh it's the iron it's the iron
1: maiden the uh Iron maiden shirt on with eddie on the on the, on the front and i was like okay yeah. this seems like it could be something and then i was just all in
0: yeah that's uh interesting yeah i think i you know so like i said i've come to black cray in the last year um or so and i'm definitely late on the train but Still earlier than some of the, than a lot of the website, but still later than uh, you know the people. I think I had seen it on, um, you know, I reference him a lot, but RYM user looking ghost. So I had seen it on his list over the last like year and a half or so, because um, I, I think he had listened. He had been listening to to cray since like twenty eighteen. I want to say around that time, twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen. He rated a lot of cray, and um, you know, I had I had seen his. Uh, I think he had said something about 7,000 degrees in 2018. And I had seen it pop up on some other lists that I follow last year. And I kind of just hopped onto the wave, you know, in early 2020 ish. Mm. The was hooked from, from honestly from the jump. Like it was something that was, was unlike a lot of other, uh, you know, rap music that I had heard. And it made me kind of kick myself for being, you know, years late to the, to the train, but definitely, uh, definitely better late than ever.
1: I think a lot of people were late are are still late to the yeah. train when yeah. it comes to Kre. So I don't think there's anything bad to feel about that because
3: right.
1: he doesn't really get you know for what he's we're gonna go into it, but for what he's done, he really doesn't get much of the recognition that you know he deserves. So
2: right, and I feel like that's kind of he's kind of one of those artists that's like, always going to be underrated somehow. I I don't know. It's odd how some artists are like that, because their influence is just so big, but nobody ever really gives him his credit or his due, really. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad, at at least on Rate Your Music, a lot of his stuff is rated pretty high, which I'm always happy to see that. So, but,
1: you know. Yeah, with the new rating system, he's he's finally secured himself some bolds, so... All that, so yeah, he's 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 on the especially for his mixtapes. He's 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 always looking good now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's yeah. because he has that fan. He has that core fan. It's kind of like a <laughs> it's like a metal band situation thing where it's like he's got that core fan base who's just gonna stick with him. So he's he, he may only have like two hundred ratings or whatever it is on a release, but. It's going to be a high, high score from this 200 people who know what they're listening. Right: oh, for right. Sure.
0: No, absolutely. You know he'll have mixtapes that are like you know in the the three point seven range or whatever from like a 200 rating you know thing, because people are going to be people are going to be in tune with what's going on on that uh on that particular mixtape, and then like the bolded stuff would just be the stuff that like newcomers check out and stuff like right. that.
2: And with ratings like that, I tend to, I don't know if anyone else does this, but I, I tend to kind of round up a little bit. Like, a 3.7 for me is basically like a 4, like an 8 out of 10, at least.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean look, the general rule of thumb, I've been saying this for years about RYM, and, and this is a little side uh, tangent I've gone on before on the show, but the general rule of thumb, you take a hip-hop album, you add half a point to it, you add a point, right. point to it, Um general rule of thumb is then and you take anything that's like trap or, you know, cloud rap, anything experimental like that, you add maybe 75, you know, 0. 0.7 to it. Right. Uh, you know, you, you just keep adding, uh, shit because the, the website has undervalued rap music for years and it's undervalued certain subgenres of rap music for even longer. So.
1: Yeah. Plus if we took our land star ratings averages as a straight, Five to five rate, uh, five to five, and then te- or ten to ten ratio. However, you want to do it, it's like mm. only like what seven whole releases would legitimately have anything above an eight.
3: Yeah, mm. it does. It
1: doesn't. It does unless that's ha- unless that's really how you personally would like the score. Which you know, I guess some people do that. Some people only have ever ten ratings five or ten releases five ever. Um, right. So, I mean, if you want that, I guess R. M's preference makes sense to you. But otherwise, you kind of have to skew that rating a bit to really understand what it means God. to be like average.
0: Right. And also then you have those like joke accounts where it's like, you know, a two star rating means they like the album. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a whole other story. Don't even get and me started if on that. Else, it's
1: a zero point five.
0: Just <laughs> right, right. It, but it it's like games. why, why are the, why are you here? Like, what is it your
1: the, yeah? It's but, like, I don't understand it either. It's like just just use the rating system. You just essentially moved everything like down right. one step or up one step, and it's unnecessary.
2: Exactly. You know? Completely,
0: but yeah. R- Rym rant aside, this is this. Is, <laughs> It's way too good of an artist to be spending this much time ranting about the website. Right, right. We do have
3: a lot you're to right. get through. Yeah, we you're do.
0: Right. So I guess you know, my first instinct was to start with, um, to start with the EPs. But then you know you could argue well no, ain't shit would probably come first before ain't
1: shit. Okay, because yeah. right now I'll be honest on RYM. Kray's early stuff is a little bit fucked because we don't know a lot of the actual dates, so you know how our Yeah, that's another thing. they don't know specifics, they just order in terms of of lettering. So, (laughs) the very first release that Kray has that we know of Mm -hmm. is the Ain't Shit EP. The only things that we know for sure prior to this was that he was on MySpace back in the day, making like instrumental tracks and stuff, nothing concrete. The problem is is that we don't have those anymore because MySpace died a death. Yes. Lost a bunch of stuff. All right. But that's. We're pretty confident uh, that this is the first thing that he ever made. And this was already after he had joined Raider Clan as part of their skate team.
0: Yeah. And that's an interesting discussion point that you bring up because. Cray being in the circles and at, at minimum like a Raider Clan adjacent you could say. Um
1: yeah, he wasn't I don't know if he was ever an I don't think I don't know how much he was ever an official rapper. Yeah. for Raider Clan. It's not like on any of his releases he really reps it and I think I mean I I think it's partially where he picked up the whole binary thing but um outside of this one ep i don't even think he references the fact that he was in raider clan ever again i can't remember off the top of my head no and and
0: i don't remember i don't think in interviews either because i've watched a bunch of well the interviews that are available on the internet uh, of black cray of which there aren't many but i've watched them and he never i don't think he ever brought it up
1: yeah, I think thing, like- I think he wasn't in it for more than like, like he was in he was in it a lot of that very quiet time or it was like pre 2011 Raider Clan cuz Raider Clan started in like 2009, but they weren't really dropping much. But they were a thing and so it right. was in that weird time where it's like undocumented Raider Clan area. And again, he was just a skate, he was just a skater really. That was the most he was. Right. Yeah, I was
2: and say I was gonna say the only the only thing I can really add to this is that I know now I I follow Space Ghost Perf on Instagram. I try to keep up with his accounts as much as I can and he he's been lately just as a little side thing, he's been like dissing Playboy Cardi a lot for whatever reason, like he thinks Cardi copied him and whatnot. Anyways, the point is is that he's been like backing Cray's been saying like, Oh, me me and Cray and uh 4J and like a bunch of these other like uh uh, like jules that people are, are the real vampires and stuff like that so he definitely still really fucks with cray heavily and i see cray follows him on instagram too so i'm assuming they're still fairly tight
0: well that's a you know that's kind of a minor miracle to be uh tight with space ghost perp in 20
2: yeah, it's right it's I pretty mean, much, when it, you said space yeah, ghost it's TV, really
1: hard not to get dissed yeah. by space ghost that? perp
0: also, right. Space Ghost Perp being cool with 4J is hysterical, considering that they've beefed consistently for a while, or they I did, know. and now they didn't. And,
1: and 4J equally, almost as much as Space Ghost Perp hates everyone.
0: Hates everyone. <laughs> hates everyone. I mean, gosh, what a did you? it's, either,
1: op- it's two negatives creating a positive.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Didn't he have a? Uh, he had a rodeo glow disc the other day, right? Or was that the other way around? One of them dissed each no, other. No, I think you so got one. it
2: right. He's yeah, he's like a rodeo copy copying like everything I've ever done, like like the right. so, the Soldier Boy Breakfast Club interview, like, which well, yeah, he's been
1: exactly doing because right. of the whole flex cult hex cult whatever. Oh yeah, he's uh, been
0: yeah they they've, and, been, yeah, they've been yeah they've been beefing um, as as one does when you're <laughs> anyone remotely involved in jewel set you you have to beef with somebody else. <laughs> right, right and you have to do it in like the most online way possible it still makes me laugh when uh when chris uh ak108 mike shout out to him said on the episode that they were like beefing in a space Ghost perp discord um which is just hilarious cuz once again you have like a space Ghost perp discord the fact that that exists is a very online thing yeah and then I'm you-
1: on that I and mean, i said oh, and no, it I sucks know that i missed that, that. <laughs> And then what like, happened?
0: You had Jules that members beefing with each other on that Discord. Like that's just so funny to me. That's insane. Yeah. My it's... only
1: interaction with 4G on that entire server is the one time he was on there and I asked him if um sigils still work if you draw them as an oval.
0: And what's <laughs> that? what did he say?
1: Um he said that uh, I, uh that's knowledge you shouldn't know. <laughs> oh
0: god. So, oh my god.
1: it was my that's what I got.
0: I man, man. You should have told him, hey, man. I, I created a genre. You gotta, uh, you, you gotta respect me.
1: <laughs> did you know your surge music? I made that term up.
0: Yeah, made that up. <laughs> it's he's like, to wow, kiss him
1: off antagon- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: Just gonna antagonize 4J. It probably doesn't take much to antagonize 4J. No, it de-
1: Well, no, because what he he's in, he, the, when he was on the server, all he did was antagonize everybody. He was
0: just on voice
1: chat, just shitting on everyone like the entire time. Him and the rest of the Jewel said guys. They just come in. And they're mostly just calling us crackers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, can't really argue with that. Yeah. No, yeah, he
1: ain't wrong, but it's not. It's still like. (laughs) But yeah, he just he just came in and it was just like insulting everyone. So, I mean, we're we're all just asking him stupid questions or spamming him. Very not safe for work images. Because (laughs) that's the type of thing that happens on the Space Ghost Perp Discord. Discord.
0: Oh, gosh. The, the inner workings of the Space Ghost part Discord will continue to be uh, discussed as we go over the course of many podcast episodes. It's but
1: got a really good fashion subsection. It's I a really good I'm, place I'm sure. Really nice.
0: Uh, I'm sure that's that's hard. It's
1: actually very respectful over there.
0: Very respectful. We don't roast anybody's fit on that, on that Discord. Hell no. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, I guess you know, early Cray, you can we can touch on this really quickly because there's um, not...
1: yeah, we can. There's, I think, a, a bit to talk about. So, it's, it's like the ancient EP. This is as far again, as far as we know, the very first thing the dude ever released. I think, if I remember correctly, because I haven't listened to in a while, he says that he's 16 or 17, like on the intro of this release. Um, so, you know, he was just starting out and it's your standard it's it's that it's that type of early, early two thousand ten cloud wrap where it's like people get that they're going for an atmospheric type of deal, but they're still kind of throwing in the boom bap, but and it but also throwing in like a really weird mixture of other things. So it's like we have like a couple of like where it's just like dance track samples going on or there's one song on here that i forget which one i think it's future music 2015 where um it is just a dance track and it's just cray talking over it and slightly singing as he's monologuing about how he's going to be moving soon once he's out of high school (laughs) (laughs) and he's going to start his music career off which is fascinating to listen to knowing what we know now but yeah, all of that. So it's kinda like it is that, that what you think of when you think of right on the border 2010 cloud rap, like skate rat shit.
0: Right. No, I mean that's that that, that was kind of my impression from it as well, actually. Um you know, I, I kind of thought that it was like there is a lot of like skate rap like stuff on here the drums are still like kinda traditional. Like mm-hmm. even though it's has this like cloud rap, like electronic music kind of fusion to it too. Um but yeah, it's kind of I don't know, to me it kinda of just like washed over me, came and went. There were some cool moments on it, but mm-hmm. I don't really I don't remember too much of it. Um I have an
1: affinity for it just because this this type of time frame I think is a really it's an interesting time for rap because it, it still does things. Because a lot of it is really cheap, really lo-fi, mm-hmm. even for being made in the 2010s. There is, like, that quality to it still. And also there is just at times, like, because of the lack of mixing, the, the, the weird things that people are trying to mix in to figure out this weirdly universal sound that was going to be cloud rap. So it's like you know, around this time you have things like Key Niot is doing the same thing, but they're throwing in like guitar solos from like you know, early, like eighties albums or something to like get that atmospheric hook instead of doing like some big like symphonic thing that we would get nowadays or something. Mm-hmm. There, there's a charm to it and like a weird jankiness of mixed of like. Just shoving a bunch of shit in the blender to try and get this to try and figure out the sound. I think is kind of interesting for the time.
2: Right, I'll have to come back and and check this one out because I I haven't listened to this at all. I think the cover, the cover looks like I don't even know, like a like it could be like a dubstep EP or something. I I don't know, but the 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 song titles are insane. So there's a song called "Fuck Pork." We do in Harry on, I'm assuming that means heroin, so I'll, I'll have to come check this out because these song titles are crazy, and I like what you guys are saying about it, so yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's I think it's a pretty decent uh, EP um, mm-hmm. don't have too much to say about it otherwise
2: right
1: and so from here is where we have to be spotty because yeah. I have to explain this because it it's a bunch of mixtapes that we know the existence of. That are lost to time because we 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 can't find them. So I added these on the on the RYM page because um, I'm in a and I'm in a Black Cray archive server where they're trying to find this shit. Um, and there's stuff that isn't even listed here on RYM. We have a bunch of stuff that it's like we think might exist that Cray talks about, but we don't know because he keeps switching album covers and titles so often, and right. he's got so many different spellings. So it's like we have the four hours, two minutes, the mixtape, all based freestyles by Orange Juice Jones, which is apparently a literal three hour or four hour uh, mixtape of freestyles.
0: Yeah, no, know that
3: they, they, we, they we know
1: that he used to kidding. post freestyles on his YouTube. Um, After that, though, we can I, I don't know how many of you guys listen to it. Uh, we can talk about Trap Art. The mixtape, which was. The second mixtape that I found from like a content dump.
2: Skater Cray.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He changed his name for some reason for this one album. He went by Skater Cray. He, wa- he goes by a lot of names around this time. He goes by Skater Cray, Black Cray, a bunch of different spellings of Black Cray, Tim Black Dashian, the Black... Which I don't think many people realize this, but his name, Black Cray, I'm pretty sure is a shortening of how he used to call himself the Black Cray-Sean. <laughs> oh, sure. interesting. interesting. Yeah, so I think that's where, I think that's where Black Cray comes from. I could be wrong on that, but he I know he used to call himself the Black cray Um, So I think that's where the name comes from. I don't remember when cray got popular, but uh,
0: yeah, probably that would have been around it, the time. You know, well, I would, no, I think it's a, uh... I think you're right I think it's well I don't know if you're right about the nickname that would be crazy but she got popular around like the early 2010s like 2011 2012
3: yeah I'm
2: just gonna say that too yeah. but yeah, yeah so I, think, I, mean, her, I think that's where her, her, that comes
0: from her debut was 2012 <laughs>
2: yeah I just want to go out and say that 30-round clip Sean is probably probably one of the best songs he's ever made. And that's there's quite a few of them that I feel that way about, too.
0: That's, that's a great song. Right. That's a really great song, yeah.
2: But yeah, if we're just skipping
1: through these, then it's like he releases Trap Art. We then have the two re- releases we can't find, which is Art Money and Sluts and Selena Gomez Trap House Tape, tape.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: which... You know we don't title. Yeah, we don't know. We know that the Selena Gomez tape is wholly unique, but the Art Money and Sluts mixtape, we're pretty sure. This is the weird thing about Cray around this time, is that he kept just re-releasing the same albums with different track um, mm-hmm. listings. Because we're pretty sure Art Money and Sluts is just an extended version of Twerk and Ten cell phones which is already an extended version <laughs> yeah. of cocaine and ice creams 2048. He basically just kept cutting down the track list every release of the same album. So we don't, but yeah, those ones we don't know about, but we do know about and 10 cell phones, which was one of the albums that I had found on my content dump. And, and this one's actually really cool because it's, and and then later we found the extended version, which is almost 100 minutes long. Um, but this one's really cool. It's just it's just psyched out. Like whereas like you know trap art and ain't shit were certainly like doing that early 2010s cloud rap like mixture thing. You could slowly hear from ain't shit the trap art to this him starting that witch house sound. And mm-hmm. here he really gets into it because he starts sampling one or two Salem songs, and like, but there's a bunch of weird shit on this. It's really like wigged out. There's like the use of like tribal drums on some tracks. There's like again some dance tracks with singing. It's just, it's just, um, it's just a really fascinating fusion, and I really like it.
2: Uh, we're talking about cocaine and ice cream, right?
1: Uh, I'm talking about Twerk and Ten Cell Phone, which is essentially a longer there's only one new track on cocaine and ice cream. And I think it's like the second track. So it's like a Salem song he raps over. But outside oh. that, they're essentially the same album except Twerk and Ten Cell Phones is longer. Right.
2: I was just gonna add, I think Alicia Keys, Eighty Dime Bags and Daydream are on like three or four different projects if, if i'm remembering correctly Definitely i want to say yes
1: movie. because he, he even yeah. throws those on
2: crack clouds right that
1: was right. yeah
0: that was my first thought was i knew they were on multiple projects
1: yeah yeah he he was really into re-releasing those, those especially um 30 keys he was really into re-releasing that
2: that's a every album i love that song
1: he knew it was up he knew it was a good song it just needed to catch on he was going to keep hitting people over the head with it until they realized
0: right and he and he did he did he did keep doing
1: that yeah four albums or so
0: (laughs) no that's uh that's nuts um it's a great song i mean you know as he should
1: yeah. I don't know how much you guys have to talk about any of these. So I, I guess we can heard... just I guess with yeah. the thirty keys acknowledgement we can go into crack um to crack
2: clouds over Arts Kitchen. I'm down for that because I, I've definitely I haven't heard much of the previous ones, but I have listened to Crack Clouds quite a bit. Oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this
0: is this is definitely a uh an album Cause... that deserves to be talked about.
1: Hell yeah. yeah. It's just full force into the Witch House sound, like with this release here.
0: Yeah, this is uh, this is a this is pretty special stuff. I, I don't know if it gets I don't know if it gets much better than this this album right. when it comes to when it comes to any anything. Uh, cloud rap, southern hip hop, like any, you know, I mean especially with the Witch House, like the influence to it too. It's it's a wholly unique project. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, are we sure it came out in 2013?
1: Uh, yes. This one, this is where the ratings fall into being 100% concrete with Mm -hmm. the years. They're not fucked up or waiting for updates or anything. Like, this is, this, this one has been rated correctly for a long time.
2: You want to know something crazy? It's, it sits at number one in the mixtape ratings on Rate Your Music over Almighty So, uh, I mean, 2013. There were just a shit ton of mixtapes that came out. Uh, Super Saiyan Volume One by Sicko Mob, which is really good. Yeah. Like it, it's, I'm, I'm surprised to see it sit at the top, honestly. Well, it's, yeah, I well, think it had surprise, to do with
1: like, the. F- I think yeah. it had to do with the reweighting change.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: that's
0: true. So, yeah. It's number four overall on the mixtape uh, charts. So I mean, that's and you know, deservedly so, honestly.
1: And it hasn't um, dropped in scoring. I think it's actually raised. Yeah. So I think people are really starting I think I'm glad people are realizing that this that this EP that this mixtape exists and then being really into it. I'm glad about that. Cuz well. it is genuinely an amazing and unique mixtape. I mean as are most crate tapes, but in yeah. this case it's like it's such a like a a a specific sound that you know, again we talked about in the cemetery episode, but it was like really fleeting this witch house sound that only came about for a very, very short period of time. And then kind of just didn't wholly disappear, but really, really, really dropped off the map.
0: Yeah. I, um, it's gotta be one of the most like forward thinking mixtapes of the decade easily. Oh,
3: definitely.
0: I mean, I I would I don't know how, I mean, this is like to say it's like druggy and psychedelic is like the faintest, like, adjectives to describe it like it's a pretty um you're pretty like intoxicating experience no
1: overall
2: and I'm, and I'm always so like like again how old
1: was he when he made this so this is 2013 if he was like if i remember correctly if he was 16 by the time ain't shit came out in 2011 so he would have been 9 he would have been like 18 roughly
0: yeah Eighteen well, nineteen 19 around this time. We're not we're not sure how old Black Ray is. That's another right. thing. I
1: so I I is... base it off the ain' shit EP and him saying he's 16.
0: Right. right.
1: So if I know that in 2011, so that means he's doing the math in my head right now. So that <laughs> that means he's um he's 25 right now, I guess.
2: Yeah, makes mm. sense. But my point was just being like I'm always amazed by like such forward-thinking music coming out of someone that's like 16 to 18, like with the Brave Little Abacus, that band, like they were so young when they made music, it's just, it, it blows my mind really that they were able to make something so so monumental and just forward-thinking and crazy, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting, interesting comment. Like, you might it'd be the only time and it can only come from an RYM user that compares the brave little advocates to black Yeah, That's great. You know, I mean that in a good way. It's not, it's it's funny. That's like the, that's, (laughs) you would only hear that from someone that is extremely online and in internet, like music culture.
3: Yeah.
2: I know for sure.
0: For sure. Yeah. But, um, no, I think, look, I mean, this, this mixtape was really just, yeah just it, to this day still like i listen to it all the time um and i only discovered it this year obviously but as i said earlier but this is uh it's an essential mixtape it you know for me it might be five stars honestly um, yeah i
2: got it at a five but, right now honestly
0: yeah. Yeah, um, I I'm, get, pr- I'm pretty close so
1: i get close i think there's um I don't think there's a bad track on here. I think it's just that sometimes I have to be in a very specific mood. Like I think I can listen to it more often than most mood albums, but still think that sometimes I need to be in the mood to listen to the whole thing in one sitting. I hear that. Because it can be... I, I, I know it's only 52 minutes, but in terms of a um, as a project, sometimes it can be very harrowing as an experience just to try and go through the whole thing again because it it, it is it is really warped and it does take you for a spin
2: it's heavy yeah the the only thing i the only thing i would take away from it is that sometimes the like spoken i I don't it's samples i'm assuming like the spoken word like samples whatever wherever they're coming from they're just like i remember the first time i listened to it and the sample kicked in i think on daydream it was just so loud in my ears and so lo-fi that it like it almost like hurt my ears to listen to. I'm not even going to lie cuz it was just so like almost grating. That's the only thing I would say I, I kind of don't like about it. But at the same time, it just kind of adds to the experience cuz it's really just extremely lo-fi, but it it adds to the um just to the the whole essence of it really, you know.
1: Mhm. There's a crackliness to this album that you know when we get to the next release on the EP is only furthered i actually think that one is the one that my ears started hurting a little right, bit which is right. not common for me with all my punk stuff but yeah that um but with this release it's like it does have its abrasive moments for sure mm-hmm. um even though you get things like Alicia Keys and um uh tracks like i think it was um with a uh, broke destina or no it was 30$ Dollar. With $30 in yeah. those kind of tracks. Or um, or drip. Right. Where you kind of get like a bit of a reprieve.
2: Yeah. And it's, wor- it's worth it once you get to those two. But one of the last things I just want to say about it. Is that the title is just absolutely perfect for it. Like you really get that. That just. I, I don't know. It's like the title kind of just. Describes the entire sound. Like a, I just imagine a crack house. Where people are painting like really abstract. Weird paintings and getting high as fuck. You know, I don't know. That's just the that's the image I get
3: from it.
0: Yeah, yeah it's uh you know, I, I think what really struck me about the tape is just the, like, the, cra- like, how it feels like it's dark, but it also has this, like, vibrant, kind of, like, um, you know, this vibrant air about it. It's right. like, A hybrid of you know newer age like cloud rap and witch house and then like memphis rap to me like if that kind of like to me that's like the backbone of of the tape from an instrumental palette perspective and yeah
2: and i I love when uh certain projects are able to mix and fuse these different different kind of uh influences and uh sounds really i personally feel like Cemetery has probably listened to this a million times and this is probably like one of his favorite Oh he has albums. Yeah <laughs> Cause Cause Wyatt, I Wyatt's remember probably, we talked Wyatt's Wyatt's about it on the to, server
0: Yeah I was going to say Wyatt's probably talked to Cemetery about, about, the, <laughs> about
2: yeah.
1: it. Did I mention by the way I'm kicked off that now you're not I'm not kidding. on that server anymore. They got rid of me. I don't know what happened. I guess it's because I didn't talk on it for a while. They got rid of me, so I don't know what cemeteries up you know, to was, they,
0: they heard your, they heard the podcast episode, and they were like, "Ah, oh, fuck this!" Like, <laughs>
1: he liked that. I guess the maybe maybe the members had a problem because I got liked
2: by Cemetery. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, Cemetery. Oh, yeah, Cemetery said he liked it, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Cemetery. He's he's kind of he's kind of odd though. He you know he took the song. Uh, as the freaking sa- uh, the song pain off of Rainbow Bridge he took it off streaming and i have no idea why that's like one of his oh, i love that song i know
1: why remember cuz oh, me and Caleb tried to figure it out cuz i was misremembering why he didn't yeah. like Rainbow Bridge 1 i yeah. i I, mi- I mixed i messed it up he doesn't dislike the tape he only doesn't like pain that what? one specific song he doesn't like
2: oh, that song's so because he doesn't
1: like I think it has to do with the instrumental because he doesn't he doesn't think the instrumental fits with the rest of his sound so
2: it is he doesn't different, like it. I get it but like Cray has used the same sample too, and I, I think maybe one other one other artist I can't think of right now, but it's I think that that song's awesome I don't, I don't know why you would think it sucks, but I get why he thinks it's different. Of as opposed to the rest of the tape, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't
0: know. I think artists will always have a, especially artists like, you know, Cemetery or even Cray who I'm sure hold themselves up to like a crazy standard. You know, yeah. they're gonna listen back to things, and be like, oh, I should have, you know, I should have done this. I should have been like that. I don't like how that came out. So, and we've seen that now. It's kind of been the trend amongst a lot of artists who are posting to streaming and SoundCloud these days. Who they'll just like delete their shit. Like they're like serial deleters, you know. Mm-hmm. Like after they post a song, it's gone. Like you know, with, with, high with, Yeah, he's a big <laughs> one. He's a big Jules one. Jewel set guys constantly. Jule, oh my god! That, stuff. That, yeah, that was my first example. Anything Jewel said. You know, you gotta hope that like some fan like posts a reupload. So you gotta like Google the song title and just hope that it's re uploaded and you can
2: you know Cray
1: with all of these early tapes that we just talked about.
0: Yeah. True.
2: At least we have dismissed yourself. He's been a really awesome YouTube channel. If you can't find a yeah. download, you know. Absolutely
0: yeah. no. That's you where know, we got
2: the that's where we got to post all these early tapes
1: that we found. Everybody oh, yeah. if you can't if you wanna hear these tapes, because I'm sure mo- a lot of I'm sure most people aren't even aware of them, even if you're a fan of Black Cray. I mean, you should go on to dismiss yourself's channel, and he's got media. He's got media fire links for you to download, like th- the three tapes that we talked about previously. Like, mm-hmm. you can go get them yourself, like instantly.
0: Yeah, and I think everybody should just go on dismiss yourself's oh, YouTube yeah. anyway, and just listen definitely. To <laughs> yeah, there's always. I mean, you know, they're 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 posting constantly, and they're super important to the scene. So yeah, um, but yeah, crack clouds. I mean, this is if this is like a masterpiece. Like, honestly, it's, it's like, there's so much about it that is, I think, not tangible to describe, but if you listen to it and you're really, and you kind of, you're willing to, to buy into the aesthetic and you're, you like the, kind of how like lethargic and, and kind of like hypnotic it is. And, and with the eclectic sampling, like you said, with the haziness to it, I mean, there's a lot about, there's a lot about this that that just captures me, and I've been been spinning it a lot ever since I, I discovered it, and I don't think that's going to change. I mean, I know why I think your favorite song on here is uh, Alicia Keys, 50 Dime Bags, right? Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, yeah. I think that's the definitely, only other, one of, um, it's definitely one of mine, too. Hydrocodone, too. Don't yeah, that's, too. that would be probably my favorite.
1: Daydream is a hell of an opener. Like, it just immediately smacks you in the face. Yeah. That one's great, too. Coming in with the Salem sample
2: and all that. I like that. I like drop with luck Lane too. That's a good song too. Yeah. I think
1: um I think it's Drown. Drown's also Drown's also pretty good. Hydrocodeine ain't a bad follow up to after the Alicia Key like after Alicia Keys. Yep. Like that's a pretty good one two punch.
0: Yeah. I think you guys mentioned I think Thirty Dollar is really good. You guys mentioned that. Yeah,
1: Thirty Dollar is kind of funny because it's like a I think. I think it's thirty dollar. It's either thirty dollar the day or broken to steam of the track before, where it's been actually semi normal. It's the only semi normal song.
0: Semi normal song, yeah. Project, yeah. But
2: then the the outro too, of course.
0: Oh yeah. I was gonna say, um, what do you guys think of the the pain on me freestyle with
2: Mar? I King can't remember the pain on me and, uh, freestyle.
1: I'm gonna be honest. The only. Oh yeah. Oh. The only, um, the only features I really remember on here is Chris Traff as Xavier Wolf on Alicia Keys. Yeah. Well, those RC are, I think those are, the,
0: yeah, those are the most memorable features I think because they just go in. But I don't know. I, I like, I like that. Uh, I like that track a lot. Have to it,
3: go back to it. Uh,
0: yeah, but yeah, I think my favorites are the Alicia Keys. You know, 50 Dime Bags, Hydro on um, Ice Cream and Swish is definitely one of my favorites, and um. What else? I think you said you said drop. I think drop was one of them too.
2: Yeah, drop. Luckily, and yeah, yeah, yeah like drop, luckily, notes. yeah.
0: People. All right. So this is a d- discussion point before we close here. People are uh, in the comment box saying like, oh, reminds them of like old school ASAP. Like, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely. It came out around the same time, so obviously, it's going to have like some of the characteristics of cloud rap in, like around this time. But I don't really see it. it's way different to me
3: yeah no, no i don't i don't
1: i don't see it just because you know for all of asap rocky's like and clams you know production on that album and how good it was this is like this smothers you in like its sound its atmosphere you know whereas like clams on tracks you know like palace or bass Maybe right. base is the clo- base is probably the closest I could see to making a comparison, and even then I disagree because it's way more trying to be expansive. You know, this is like someone threw a pillow over your face and it's just like
2: yeah, like live love ASAP is like compared to this, it is like a super polished, like really, it sounds like really professional compared to this. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like yeah. Yeah, that's what, how I feel about it. Although, I, I do really love Live, Lovey, except don't get me wrong, but this is just, I, I don't think there's any comparison to be made, really. No, yeah, you it's ain't all getting it.
1: any, like, out of times, or, um, you know, uh, like, there's really more, like, there was plenty of, like, just, like, old head. Like, you ain't getting that on here.
2: No, for sure. No, not at all.
0: Yeah, that's a... It, it, yeah, just because both are, like, standout projects in the scene, you know, they, they don't really have much overlap. Um but it's interesting to consider. I don't, I don't, I don't know where that, you know, that person draw the drew the comparison from, but to me they couldn't sound more different, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to listen to the extended version because there's apparently a little b v- there's a little beef feature on the extended version.
0: What? Really?
1: Yeah, 12 so phones freestyle Shaba
0: I haven't heard that one. Damn.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I yeah, thought you, you were talking there's... about on the ASAP one. I was like, what? Oh no, not the ASAP one. <laughs> that's... that's even crazier that it's on this. To be honest.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's legit or if that's the type of thing where it's like, yeah, his boots are on there, yeah. but Craig just took him. But I don't know. 2013, Lil B would probably do anything if you asked him. Yeah. True. I mean, that was the, the man. Will do, that was probably not too that's not like that's pr- prior 05 fuck him he'll just take whatever beat you give him and rap over it
0: <laughs> that's, that's true and he won't care how long although now he's back to uh, the 100 song mixtapes we've had like three of them yeah I've year. seen uh... yeah So yeah,
1: but the thing is he's producing for himself now
0: true uh-huh. true true
3: uh-huh.
0: true and yeah he did a whole uh he did a well in the in the mixtape that he dropped earlier this year that I listened to in bits and pieces um, I entirely skipped the whole acapella section, so there's like eight or ten acapella songs. I was <laughs> just not, not doing that, but I think he had a whole uh chopped and screwed section in his he's yeah, on, like
2: uh, Viper,
0: Viper wave here. Yeah, no, seriously, he was uh, and he really did like the chops, like he did all of it himself. That's um. Cool. So, yeah, it was kind of cool. I am
1: curious if maybe Little B's thinking for the a cappella tracks is that because he's producing his own music now and he doesn't just take beats, then maybe he's like, well, here's the a cappellas for you to throw on your beats. Oh,
2: God. A man of the people.
1: (laughs) That's probably. Yeah. What? It just occurred to me now. But what if that is why he's doing that? Is he just inviting
0: people to not pay him for like songs. I don't I don't know how that would work. He
1: invited people to send him beats in which he wouldn't pay them. So I mean clearly he's I don't think That's... he just doesn't care.
0: Lil B Lil B is kind of an asshole. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just a little just a tiny bit. Yeah. Just
1: a tiny bit. We're not yeah. we we can't I can't I can't call whether or not he's aware or he's just he just true. isn't like he just, he just really doesn't think about he, it.
0: He he might need to stop asking for uh uh to see people's feet on Twitter. Yeah, what the outside, hell man? Well sort of that. Or at that. least
1: get like a, a get like get like actually do it yourself and do it like a like don't just use like a bot or whatever it is he's
0: using. Oh my god
1: <laughs> Don't just use a bot.
2: To ask like, people which in for of features. itself is
1: very problematic
2: to just use a bot for that. Yeah, there have been attempts to cancel him. I don't know how far they really went because I, I, I don't
0: know. I don't know if you can cancel Will B. It's no, just... Just,
2: he's just one of those. You know, I don't know. The only thing I know is, is that on Hip
1: Hop Heads Reddit, they still uh, part of that fan base still has beef with him for that because he went onto their Reddit post directly and started like
2: <laughs> just being like, "Where you at?" But that's oh, all right. I was yeah, he was like defending himself. Oh, I
1: remember that. No, he didn't defend himself. All he would do is call them cowards and ask where he Oh God! <laughs> Come on out the woodwork. Right, that's all I, he I was I, doing.
0: I must have missed the Lil B hip hop head subreddit drama. Once again, more very online beef.
1: Because that's why he dropped that. Um, that's why he dropped that parody of R. Kelly's "I'm Sorry." Oh, or like, I apologize, uh, or whatever I, it was. Because uh, remember,
0: he, uh, I admit, after the I admit, controversy,
1: it. he dropped that song. And the like first ten, it's like a thirteen. Isn't it? it's like a thirteen-minute song? I never listened oh, to it. No. From yeah. I understand, it's like the first ten minutes is just pure silence. Oh <laughs> god! And the last this. three minutes is him rapping.
0: That is hysterical. It's a, I admit, is the R. Kelly. Yeah, lore it's, lore it's, lore uh, lore yeah. Lore
1: so he like dropped the parody of that.
0: <laughs> oh man, one
1: would. Well, this funny, had to be like would
0: would have a. Uh, Parody for uh, I admit, (laughs) jeez, but yeah.
1: So we um we move on to the EP, back to the Witch House, House. which was a collaboration with Jay. uh, Yeah, which if you're in the know, is uh the former and the the producer name and former name of one Cold Heart from Goth Boy Click. Yep.
0: Yeah, um, Colhart's career trajectory is crazy.
1: Yeah, seriously. Well, I think it's just... I mean, yeah, for now it is, but it kind of isn't because he was... he was I mean, he was chilling in... The, and this is also going to why this collaboration happens because Cray was like... He wasn't part of it, but it was all because of Thrax House in Seattle where it was like a lot of goth boy click... um and Raider Clan members sometimes intermingled um, together, mm. which is, um, and then kind of, like, birthed out of it. Because it was, like, you know, we talked, again, we're going to bring, I'm going to keep saying this, but, like, we've talked about it in the Cemetery episode. But it was, like, a lot of the, um, this early Witch House mixture would later go on to, like, metamorphosize, really, in, pretty quickly into the emo rap scene.
2: Absolutely. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean even Cray himself will show that in future releases when we get to him. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, this is because cause was in Thrax house, so I think that's where the connection comes in with where how Cray was like hooked up with him. And uh Kray is a good friend with Kimiata. So I'm pretty sure that's where that's how he got Jay to produce for him on this uh album. Or the C P.
3: Well, damn, and Cold this thing
0: is tinny. Wow, yeah. I was gonna say, this is I know why. This is one of your favorites, right? This thing
1: is I have never heard a rap album like this. You know, that joke with certain lo-fi albums where it's like, oh, this is the black metal of rap. No, this is yeah. a, this is actually it. This thing is this thing is fucking this thing is tinny as shit. This thing, like. Is so like burnt out. It's crispy as hell in its production, and like crazy vocals. Just the overlapping, and it's just it's fucking nuts, dude.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to talk about this.
2: Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to come back to this one. We'll not come back, like come back and listen to it again because I, I have heard it. But I, I really need need to kind of soak it in, to be honest, because this is—it's
1: like the—it's the really pr- like the mixtape took the witch house and dark influences, and then just did that, and then turned it up to eleven.
0: Yeah, it's pretty—it's pretty bonkers. Like, it's a pretty
3: nuts tape. I know that, like, um, it kind of feels like he's cray
0: he, is like he's doing the like the deadpan, you know, usual like voice and and flow and there's not much like inflections with him on this one mm-hmm. and it's like this is the the surrounding instrumentals and in the atmosphere it's just there's sort of just
3: like, dog
1: barking there's just distant dogs barking like there's <sighs> constant chirping of like of like like crows and like crickets at night and everything and just urban sounds and there's like really fucked up vocal samples about like sibling abuse and stuff on this. It
0: feels like very sludgy. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's It's just uh... it's just nuts. This thing is insane.
0: Yeah, this is this is one of the most experimental rap records that that you could hear.
2: No doubt for sure.
0: And it's crazy because,
1: you know, I can't I don't know because I haven't heard much of Jay yet because he has like 500 mixtapes. And most of them you can't find. but I mean Jaya from what I've gleaned of Jaya stuff, I don't know where this comes from, because I don't think Jaya ever had this harsh of production before. No. Since, again, I could be wrong on that. There's so many things to sparse through. but from what I've checked, it's never like this. and I, I don't know if Cray asked for this or what or like how they it came about for this production. But man, it's something
2: else no, this changes my perspective on if you really if this really is cold heart which i I obviously believe you, but like the this changes my perspective on him a lot because I only know of him from like fairly recent music he's made, you know what I mean like, like the like albums and stuff yeah that and like yeah. the little peep the same stuff that's in like the mm-hmm. little peep uh vein, and so yeah this is this is crazy, I can't believe he produces this to be honest, mm
3: hmm
1: yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 it is weird that yeah, because most people I don't yeah most people I do not think are aware of Cold Heart's origins and how like for an early time you know, and I think he still does occasionally even now use the J yeah tag if he's in producing mode, yeah, but I think he only does it for like his really dark beats when he's getting into that into that, um, but yeah, for like the really early onset of his career, he was just making. Mm -hmm. a shit ton of witch house instrumentals like then that was all he was doing how it's 80 like on rym it's listed as 85 albums of just straight witch house instrumentals and um and i'm pretty sure that's not even accurate to how many there actually are
2: oh jesus christ you're right holy fuck yeah
1: like but again, that, that's that Thrax House thing because Thrax House was really playing early on with that witch house sound because again, it was had people like Kiniata, Mac Ned, who was pretty much all in around this time for that sound.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's um, gosh, it's just like you keep I keep going back to just how harsh and abrasive of an experience it is that first time you listen to it. So oh I yeah, listened I listened
1: to that at night, walking around, and I lived at the time near a cemetery. And yeah, I'm was, sure that it, was. And I couldn't, I could not tell what was a background noise and what was going on in my neighborhood.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But and it was freaky, and there were there. I think there was one or two points where this album can legit make me jump, like with the noises that it it, it like with, with the sonics that it throws at you.
2: I get fucked. <laughs> this, you know, what? Sometimes I draw a comparison with Black Cray and honestly, early, uh, early Little Tracy, like the Young Bro stuff. Sometimes right. I, I kind of really put those in the same kind of uh category on occasion. Like some of uh, kind of a side note, but some of like Young Bro's really early stuff, like the LSD compilation. Yeah. I kind of put in the same vein a little bit, to be honest.
1: I do too. I think the only thing that's missing between the two's trajectory is that, like, I don't. I've listened to most early Young Bra projects. I think I, I think m- m- he never fully managed to go. It's, like, of all the Thrax House members, I think he's the only one who never even tried uh, a bit with that
2: Witch right. House
1: sound. There's definitely influence in, like, his early Young bra stuff at a certain period, but. I think that all that's missing is that, like, uh, Cray went for it with like the dark sound, um, but definitely at, w- regarding like the cloud rap elements, absolutely, I can mm. see the the comparison being made.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a. I know people have made that comparison unfavorably to Tracy as well. Like, they're oh, like, "Oh, like, he just ripped off Cray and blah blah blah." Huh? I've heard that.
1: It's one of the, well, it's one of those things. It's like saying, "Oh, you." Know, I it, we've talked about this. It. It's like one of those things where it's like you. He's such an epicenter. Everybody ripped him off. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and and, and that's not, not even saying they ripped him off because Cray still sounds absolutely unique in every one of these releases compared to everyone else. So it's not even a one to one. But it's like it's like saying, oh, you know, a bunch of the people from the underground scene are just rip-off Space Ghost perps. It's like, that's not really accurate. Yeah. It's more <laughs> like, Space Ghost perp is so influential that you can't find a person who doesn't have a little bit of him in, him, in
3: them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: that's... You You summed it up right there. That's, that's typically, like, what the retort should be. Because, like... It's like, come on, what do you expect? Like, you know, Cray being the influential artist that he is and a lot of a lot of times they'll say that like other, other artists will say that how much he inspired them um you know typically it's underground artists um i don't know how much he's perpetrated in here excuse me or has like been co-opted in the mainstream probably very very little
2: don't forget about lil yachty lil, lil yachty the, loves black Ray. true True. That. That, that,
0: that's actually the most mainstream his influence goes because they yeah. were on, uh, they were on the same project. Um, they had a song together. Right? I know they yeah. had a song Kill, together, Kill but him. also Liliani was on a. Uh, or, or what that song was on a on a tread comp.
1: Yeah, um, was yeah. On one of the yep. working for dying, mi- working on dying. The, dying
0: the mixes. DJ mix, right? The DJ mix. I think it was. I think it was the first. The first working on dying DJ mix that. Uh, I'm that pretty song. sure. Yes. Yeah, that song was on. I don't think they had two songs together, but I guess they only had one.
2: I think just the killer Killa one. Just the Killa, yeah.
0: Probably. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, so Lil Yachty's probably the most mainstream that, that, that his influence goes, I would say.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. Lil Yachty's also kind of like a rap unicorn in a sense, because he just, like, he kind of oscillates between so many different scenes. Like, he'll do a song with Drake, and then he'll do a song with, like, a Flint rapper.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he had a song with Tato like a, a few months yeah. ago, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think Keith was Keith on it.
2: Keith might have produced it, I think. He produced
0: it, that's what it was.
2: Which he's an amazing fucking producer. I oh, love absolutely. his rules. Well, but that's absolutely. kind of beside the point.
0: Yeah. Keith is also on the, you know, we talked about how Cray uh, um, is on like this. Why and I have talked a lot about how Cray is on this, like, you know, proverbial like Mount Rushmore of rap influence.
3: Oh like, yeah.
0: For the twenty tens. Yep. Keith is also like on that same you know list. Rush Space Pro. Ghost. Yeah.
3: Damn for damn sure, yeah.
0: Yeah. What was your what was your list? Why? What'd you have your
1: Okay, the list is uh, is is Lil Cray, B. Space Ghost Perp, Soldier yeah. Boy, Lil B, um uh Walker Chief Keith And, um, did we have anyone else? Viper? Viper, yes, Viper was on there too. And then, um, I I think that might, I think that might be it. I think that was the, I think that was at the time the list that we had compiled where it was like, these are the heavy hitters.
2: That's fair. That's definitely fair.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a real, that's a real solid list. I mean, did we, we had, you had Young Thug, right?
2: I like don't a,
1: think I had Young Thug, but that's because I don't listen to enough Young Thug to make a call on that. If you think Young Thug deserves enough to be on there, I would throw in Young Thug. Young Cause Thug, I think, you know, I think,
2: he could potentially. I mean, honestly, when Young Thug first came out, I listened to 1017 Thug a lot. Like, that that tape is fucking sick, Between.
1: Between Future and Young Thug, who do you yeah. think was, like, the epicenter for, like, the sing- the melodic trap sound? Interesting. Future,
2: I think.
0: Probably. I mean, I would say both probably deserve... I,
1: I'm just trying to think, because I think, I he think had to Young pick Thug, one. I, from what I understand, I'm sure Young Thug is the more experimental boundary-pushing one of the two when it comes to that, but I'm just trying to think. <laughs> if we're talking about epicenters of who did it first...
0: A tough one i i think future technically did it first uh,
2: i'd lean towards future
0: too probably i mean by by a short margin just because he's, he's been around for so long he's older than thugger but i don't know i think i think both of them kind of occupy a similar lane to, similar but different lane to keith where a lot of the artists that are in were influenced by keith were very likely also influenced by those two artists,
3: definitely. Mm. Yeah,
0: so yeah, you can splitting hairs really, but it's a good they can both
3: list.
1: occupy the same space. Let's just we could, like, yeah, combine yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It, it's a good list, regardless.
1: Yeah, so that's like that's that's your list for heavy hitters. <laughs> if you want to understand 2010 rap in any way, just like go there and yeah, just like, go there, check that list, and you're gonna basically understand everything, uh, coming forward.
0: Right, you'd be like, "Oh, I get it now." I get it. Yeah, yeah. How do you? Uh, so I guess we'll move on to the next.
1: The next mixtape, which is the uh, at, which once was which is, I guess still is his most famous tape, "Ice Cream and Mac." Ice 10s. Cream Mac Tens. Yeah, it has
2: the most ratings apparently. I yeah, think it so. almost it's breaking nine hundred right now. You know what? I think it was because this is kind of we kind of skipped over how I found Black Cray, but since we came to this tape, this is a perfect time to kind of interject with it. This was the one if you search Black Cray on Spotify because I didn't know he went by Sick Boy Rari. Oh, like uh, interesting! So I found this, and I, I looked it up. And it, I think on Spotify it says it came out in 2001. 2000,
0: or yeah, or it came out in like it says on it says on I think on streaming it says it came out like in the earlier mid 2000s. So that's why when I first got into Cray like at the beginning of the year I was like, "How old is this guy?" Right but then right. i the, the dates were so different with you know on, on the internet so i was like all right well he's in his 20s he's not like 30 something
3: so and when
2: i and when i first found this i saw i saw that a kid uh, allegedly came out in 2001 and i was like no fucking way and uh, as i'm listening to him like no fucking way i'm like if this really came out then then that is insane like I, for the longest time i thought it really came out then yeah. it just blew my mind but either way even though it came out in 2013 still like I, it, that the same the same feeling about it still stands. Like, I I was blown away by it when I heard it when I was freaking, like, I don't know, maybe, like,
3: 18, 19, I would say. Yeah, crazy. I don't know what it was about this tape when
1: I first heard it that just, it doesn't really, still, I'm not super high on it like a bunch of other cray tapes are. And, like, yeah. most people are for this specific Cray tape. I think it's, I think it's good. But I'm not exactly wowed by it like I am a bunch of other Cray releases. Um, this doesn't really feel—I don't know. Some people still like will did at the time even hang this up as like a forward-thinking mixtape. But I think this is one of the ones where Cray isn't exactly doing much new. Mm-hmm. Or At least I can't figure out. I—I I don't really parse it myself.
2: It's when I first heard it. It was really. It, I was really, really, really like it into it, but I have to, it has grown off me. Like if I'm going to pick a Cray project to listen to, it's probably not going to be this one. You know what I mean? But like, like you said, it's still good. And I still respect the hell out of it, especially for being the first Cray thing I've really heard. But now it's, it's grown off for sure.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I just, I love the, the constant, like, uh, the like warbling going on here and like the just the how hazy and crazy like it really sounds i know there was a review that's like yeah this is like sounds like actual like cloud rap that's like i think oh it's a varg review yeah you said it's like it's like dissolving that's kind of that kind of sounds like what this is like if you don't uh you kind of think like you're like gonna fall asleep while you're listening to it and like ascend while you're falling asleep. Like that's kind of how this this sounds and that's a really it's a good way of uh of putting it. But yeah, I think uh I mean I style castles is like the song. I mean oh, like yeah. there's I mean there are a bunch of greats I mean Louis V. Home and Truck is a great track, like Gucci Speedboats is great, but like Ice stole castles is I mean that's the song you know like Yeah that's the definitely the yeah. crowning. like the way he says like I got cotton mouth I'm depressed now like that's <laughs> the way he just <laughs> says know. that is so is so beautiful
2: It's perfect yeah that's definitely the crowning kind of achievement of this project for sure
0: Yeah like this is this is this is, this is I mean this is a damn good project um, mm-hmm. Yeah I, I I love it it's
2: been a while since. i, I got to revisit this one, too, because so, it, it, I, I don't think I've listened to it since, probably, I don't want to say since I I discovered it, but it really has been a while,
3: so.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's been quite, it's been a quite, a, kind of a minute. I've never had much of the, maybe it's because of my initial lessons, but I've never had the itch to come back to this one like I do with my uh, other Cray tapes. Mm-hmm. Like outside of Iced Out Castles, because Iced Out Castles is really good.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people in the Rate Your Music comments saying like Playboy Cardi wishes he made this. Kind
3: of,
2: <laughs> I, I get it, I guess. Yeah, but we
0: have to, we have to compare everything to Playboy Cardi. After. Yeah, No, I have similar. heard, I have heard one uh, album with a trap secondary. Now I have to compare it to Playboy Cardi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This Rap is trying to be psychedelic. You're trying to be Playboy Cardi. i like,
0: oh yeah. right. no, they are trying to, or yeah, exactly. Either, either you're trying to be, they'll either do the thing where it's like you're trying to be Cardi, and the guy sounds nothing like Cardi, or they're you're trying to, or Cardi's trying to be like this.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Ugh. It's just funny to me. It's like you guys could do do the thing called enjoying the music. I, I don't know if that's possible. The,
2: yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, I get you. Yeah, wasting time with the Cardi. I, I don't think it's really worth much of our time to compare
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean.
1: I wonder if Cardi, though, has actually listened to how much Black Cray Cardi has listened to. Yeah, actually I do wonder.
0: To. I do wonder that. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't it's know. Curious
1: thing. Because, I mean, like, he he certainly knew about Raider Clan. He was a Space Ghost perp guy. Mm-hmm. True. Prior to him joining asap i mean there's that joke about how he used to have the tweets that literally said fuck asap <laughs> along the yeah, plan or whatever
0: <laughs> that, that is a, a running joke
1: but that's cardi being the 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 ship jumper that he is and i don't right. mean i mean i'm not trying to be just the guy but that's what he is he's no, a ship is jumper
0: what, that is what he, he is. is he's usually i mean now well i mean you know it's gotten uh it's gotten so um so probably now that people are, you know, saying he ripped off jewel set or whatever, he's not a real vampire.
2: Or even like yeah, RCB even like kind of like kind of rips. I, I know diamonds especially like definitely really tries to get that vampire aesthetic. I mean, I guess same with High C too.
0: But. Yeah. I mean D.U.M.D. is always gonna get shit on because he's thirty. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of how.
1: No, you don't. You see, the thing is, is that everybody's just ripping off that one. Um, what is it? That Black Moon project or whatever it is with the two guys who are hanging upside down as vampires on that album cover.
0: Oh, jeez! I What's
1: know what you're talking about that. Yeah. Oh, is it Black Moon? forget <laughs> who it is.
2: What What kind of music is it? It's
1: like an, It's not what you think it is. It's just like an old boom bap.
3: Oh yeah, oh it has like oh, um, a really high rating.
1: I
0: know exactly what you're talking about. It's um fucking Enter the Stage, right?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Well no, yeah, that's not, that's stage. not it's not Enter the Stage, but it's um it's it's another one of the Black Moon albums, is it? Gosh, I'm I've only heard Enter the Stage, so that, you know, this is my ignorance here, but isn't didn't they uh they posted a cover, it was like their most recent album, right? Yeah.
1: No, 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 that's not the one. That's uh, no, that's it, not the one I'm thinking threw, of. What's the fucking album I'm thinking of? You guys go, we'll, we'll keep going and I'll try and see if I can find it. Yeah, but
0: Wyatt's never, you, have you heard of Black Moon album, Wyatt? I've only heard it to the stage. So. No, I
1: have not heard of Black Moon album. If they were on, I, I, like, you know, I'm, you they're know, not me, like, I'm trying they're to not go like through super, that old
0: school. Yeah, they're not like super canon, they're like old, old school East east coast canon but they're not like
1: they're that type of thing where it's like they're the they're in that position like i call like certain metal albums being bolded are where it's like if you're a hip-hop guy you know what this album is yeah but if you ain't a hip-hop hip-hop guy you don't know what this album is no and you'd be surprised to learn that it's very highly coveted yeah it's like, like sometimes i just see like a random heavy rock album that's just bolded and it looks like why is this bolded? Yeah. Uh, um, and and sure I haven't I
0: even—I haven't even short dove in a while. I'm sure I can come across something where I'm like, "Oh, what is this?" You yeah. know?
1: Yeah. Like it just looks like the type of thing that wouldn't have a bold, but it does have a bold, and you're like, "Why?" <laughs> but it's because if you know those, if you know it, you know it. Yeah.
0: You no, know, it's definitely an if you know you know kind of release. But in terms I mean, of that's, like, what I, cra- that's what these great that's what these great bulls- tapes are. Albums the same are. Thing, yeah, I mean, I guess in terms of ice cream Mac tens, I love it. I still think it's a pretty. I wouldn't call it groundbreaking because he has other products that are groundbreaking. But I think yeah. it's a pretty. I think it's a pretty important tape. And Iced Out Castles deserves every word of praise that you know oh. it's going to get. I mean,
2: I, yeah, I'm going to come back to this one for, and revisit it after this definitely. Yeah, what's the um. It.
0: I guess this is so I Town Castle's the the um that sample it's from I know it's from like some uh piece of Japanese media but I'm not sure where it's from I know someone in the comment box said Naruto but I that's fucking that doesn't seem accurate. No, that, that seems that seems uh trolling but I don't know where uh, I don't know where it comes from
2: Um, so,
1: I can see it on, I'm looking on, like, Reddit right now, and I'm trying to see if anyone actually says what it is. Oh, how unhelpful, no one says what
2: it is. Okay. Yeah, Reddit seems to be the only place to really. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I
1: can't find it.
3: <laughs>
2: Hardcore
1: Googling right now, and I can't. Huh. Oh, but it does seem familiar.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I I don't know if I've seen it or not. You know. It it is what it is, I guess. But I'll have to look into what it is. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think. uh, I think when it comes to uh, my style castles, like that's. I mean, that's always going to be a. A, a staple song in his catalog and in the, the general like 2010s hip-hop i don't even know where it's rated all for oh it's high up in 2013 that's good mm. i think the reweighting did it did it some good there but um yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. do we want to do we want to hit the 2014 mixtapes goth goth love city of Doves, real quick
1: um uh, i feel i i can i think we can talk about goth love real quick but i really mm-hmm. do want to talk about city of Doves.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think them.
1: City of Dubs is is uh like actually a really underrated release, at least in terms of cray canon.
2: So
0: I kind of th- I, I think both of these are actually.
2: I haven't I haven't heard City of Doves. I'm not gonna lie, but I just I slept on Goth Love a bit. I feel like Goth Love is pretty good, and plus, of course, has thirty round clip crayshawn. So I, I think it's worth talking about a little bit if you guys don't mind.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah,
2: Let's go ahead. It. Yeah, I, I definitely I, I, I listened to this. I I was trying to catch up on more cray stuff I haven't heard as much of, especially stuff that I thought was kind of more more canon. So like I, I checked this out for sure. It's got got a lot of a lot of good songs. I love No Limit Hurt, uh Flip Phone same color lanes really good. The intro is good. I really like uh what is a uh, Visa Card Shoddy's really good too. And of course, you know, thirty round clip creation is is a perfect song too. So I mean, it's got a lot of good tracks, and it, it's one of his. It's rated highly on here, but I I I kind of consider it underrated. I don't know if that's kind of a stretch or not, but I just I I think it's I think it's really solid and definitely a good good tape to get into. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I think...
1: definitely. Um
2: underrated
1: this initially on my first listen too I remember thinking that it was um, you know continuing like it was like just a slight at first I was hoping that oh maybe he's going right after ice cream that maybe he was going back into the witch house sound because mm-hmm. it, it looked like that was what it was going to be but you know other than maybe a small tinge that really wasn't what this was no. this was you know cray has a thing where it's like it's almost like sometimes a pattern where it's like for two releases he goes through an era and then he changes so it's like goth love and City of doves is his le- is like legit goth phase yeah um of the two i think this is the more you know for as much as cray can be this is the more poppier one of the two
2: yeah i get that.
1: Uh. um it it I, I i like it more than when i first listened to it i think it's better than ice cream I'd rank it higher than ice cream, but um, and I'm still um. There's just some tracks where it just doesn't feel like it. Again, there's there's much going on. I think it was more in the later half, but I remember. Uh, but there's definitely uh, good stuff on here. definitely, I think it's still all uh, quality. You know, cray tape.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is really. It's uh, definitely. Yeah, you didn't go down the witch witch house route with this definitely kinda leaves that. But it, it's definitely really I, I get it's obviously really uh very atmospheric, very kinda you know, kind of washy, kinda ethereal. It's it's still it's still good. I like it um quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, I wouldn't say I would say maybe it's top I wouldn't say top five I'd probably put it in top maybe seven ish around there. Not not horrible not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Still good. Still pretty good. It's, it's not my favorite either. But it is a bit underrated and pretty good.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'd definitely throw this in like... I'd probably throw this in more like the middle area for me in my rankings. Like mm-hmm. whatever that would be in terms of numbers. Right. But it's kind of funny because it's like how you feel about Goth Loves, how I feel about City of Doves. Because right, this yeah, but- is in my like top five. Yeah, we can move on to that want. Like, because this one... This sounds like... Like, uh, recently there was... You can see on the RYM page, there was... Um, by Sophia, there was a Hurricane... You know, Hurricane Slash, a.k.a.
3: Um, yeah, there was a
1: review where she's talk. She really goes into how, like... You know, Goth Money, the group... We haven't talked about much, but... Goth Money as a group was uh, definitely trying... At times, to play into that Goth sound. And here... Cray goes like all in it's this thing sounds like a like legitimate like gothic like 18th century like cathedral music this thing is this thing's this thing is so good it it sounds like it was recorded in like yeah gothic church oh shit in terms of like uh the production and everything on here um, you know, uh Cray's rapping is like lethargic and like um but not like his his normal groaning. He's still got like um he's still got an energy to him, but it's like he's just um a lot more like uh somber on it and everything, but uh in his own cray way. But it's 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 so good. It just nails it like right on the head what you're thinking of when you think goth rap.
0: Yeah. No, I mean I think you I think you summed it up perfectly. Like really. And I and this is the part about him having two albums and then changing a direction or stage like in his career I think is really interesting cuz now I'm looking at all his mixtapes and I'm seeing kind of like the sea change from project to project and like year to year. Mhm. Mhm. So
1: He definitely, it's like I said, he definitely has his eras. It's like he gets, we get the witch house era, We get like the skate rat era. Then we get the witch house era. Then we have this goth era. Then we get to the emo era. Then we get to like, I don't know what you want to call it. Like this is like, his experimental cloud rap era, Mm -hmm. I guess. And then it's like, or like him getting into like, um, like weird dance clubby music mixing in with his music. Mm. and then um and then we get to the tread stuff yeah and now we're in like and now and now it seems like with this with his recent releases and his um and his uh his uh collab with um freaking booty chain it like it's like his pop rap era right now
0: yeah this is i would say this is like his pop rap era yeah
1: yeah i'd Um, agree with that so yeah i think the only I, i think the only real outlier to this theory is ice cream, is ice creams and MAC-10s, which is just a pretty um, just uh, you know, not standard fare, but it's just a cloud wrap release, really, thrown into, in between these, uh, goth love and, like, the goth and witch house eras. I think that's the only real monkey wrench, but otherwise, Yeah. yeah, it, it maps out the progression.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. I mean, you know, who knows when Ice Creams and Mac 10s was recorded and, you know, how much of an oddity it truly is. So, yeah. you know... We
1: can't really know. I, he, Cray, even nowadays, changes so much. Like, the amount of scrapped album covers and stuff, like, he still does it even now. But, yeah, though, City of Doves is... Uh, City of Doves is really good. And I think I think it's like... Like I said, it's like in my top five. Like, I, I freaking... I freaking love this thing yeah
0: you know, i mean i mean this i mean this has plug walk on it so that's plug
1: really, walk uh, yeah yeah oh, i
2: have heard plug walk okay yeah
1: plug walk is great and then um i think i think i remember like i'm trying to remember um like
0: plug walk uh, is nuts plug walk red
1: tear drops goth creek like the intro and 92 lexus 92 think, lexus
0: like, is another one started like that.
1: off really good because again yeah. it just sounds like church music like just warped through like craze like uh like like mentality it's just, it's just so good mm.
2: yeah i'm <laughs> definitely gonna hit this one up for sure this might this will probably be the first one i go to to go back or to check out rather i, yeah. I, I
1: highly recommend it yeah it's just so yeah. good
0: I, watch watch my heart bleed is another one of my favorites on here um mm. that's definitely like Super good. Um, yeah. Don't know the don't know the producer on that one.
3: I um, because
0: uh, there I are some thought. names on here that like we we'd, like, we you know see. Yeah, there's Ba-ba-ba- still some. We're
1: still there's getting like, some Jay carried over. J-Yat. I think Goth Love had some Jay Yat, too.
0: Yeah, mm. there's like there's like some uh, Nadarb on here. Nadarb, horse. head yeah, my bad, yeah, horse heads on here. So and if you count, obviously Jay. Now that we know that that's Cold Heart, it kind of makes sense.
3: Mm. So, yeah
0: but yeah I don't know who I don't know uh, uh Squint Squintsman, main is the producer on uh, yeah I have
2: no idea who that ever, is never heard of them
0: I'm looking them up right now
2: Rose French Nellac underscore yeah I don't know I don't know any of these really
0: yeah I'm looking at Squint's main. yeah just a uh producer songwriter never heard of it by her. the
1: way Optimus shit. figured out what that album was that I was thinking of with the two guys on the front cover yeah, it's Nocturnal yeah. by Helta Skelta
0: oh oh my gosh yeah oh, shit. I know exactly what you're talking about
1: <laughs> that's the how did one you get Helta, Helta it's like those are vampires
0: with Black Moon I, mean, I guess it's fair because they're both like East Coast. like boom, I think it's that, just
1: because I look yeah. at that album cover and I think, oh, yeah, that's definitely a group that would be called Black moon,
3: <laughs> yeah uh, I'm like yeah
1: vampires, a... Black Moon, but then it's like, oh no way, Black moon is just some is like a, is like a regular um, boom-bap uh, group, which is kind of a weird a uh, funny name to have it for a group called Black Moon. It seems very well sinister.
0: they're in well, they're in uh... I mean, they're both in, like, Boot Camp Click.
3: Oh.
0: So, oh that's, like, Smith & Wesson, Black Moon, to Skelta. Like, though, that's Boot Camp Click. And that's, like, a Brooklyn thing. Um, or, no, well, my bad. Sean Price and, like, Buckshot and all them, that's Boot Camp Click. But, like, the overlap of artists that are in different groups are, like, Black Moon, uh, to Skelta. Because Buckshot's in Black Moon. Alta Skelta has uh Sean Price. So that's kind of like the overlap. The they all coexisted with each other and inter- intersected with each other, but all yeah. Right. That nocturnal uh album's really good.
2: I like that yeah, the yeah. album cover sick.
0: Yeah, it's a dope ass album. It holds up. It's a it's a really good album. Um sad, you know, R I P. Sean Price. But yeah, great, great uh great album. Great album cover too. Yeah.
1: So, if you guys want to move on to seven hundred degrees,
0: yes, yes, yeah,
2: let's do it. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Seven hundred degrees, which is my favorite as of today. Me Great
2: too. Tape. Honestly, yeah. this it's so
1: fucking good. This is like number three for me outside of the two witch house projects. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. You said you have. I know you have a uh, interesting history with this with this uh, mixtape. Do from- I? I've you said that you had a uh, you had a it was like a near car accident with this on? Oh
1: no, this wasn't that one.
0: Oh my god. That bad. was
1: that's coming up later. I was I think that was um I think that was a um I think that was either I think that was either I think it was 4000 degrees or
0: 4000 it was uh, see, it, it was one of the Is I you know. Yeah, it
1: was 4000. Yeah, 4 yeah, it was 4000 degrees that, that happened not 700. Yeah, but 700 but, degrees. Is a um, is 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 really good,
2: yeah. It kind of
1: takes it kind of takes where um, it's kind of like that nice middle section where it's it's taking like where um, like what Cray was doing with the goth love stuff, what he was about to do with the emo stuff, but he also but he makes it really fucking catchy,
2: hell yeah! Like, especially like, I mean, Stevie J and Jocelyn, that song, like. That's another song for me that is just like probably one of his best and I could see how that song influenced like a lot of the emo rap like the goth uh, goth boy click kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can see probably I would I would honestly say that probably like Lil Peep probably loves that song or loved that song rather rest in peace but
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's an incredible song. I mean just the the run of songs this kicks off with. Hell yeah! Like 30k Uzi, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, for I mean, 10k Motorola is all over this, and like I mean, that's you know,
2: that's great, right? The,
0: the, the pseudonym, yeah, but that's yeah, interesting. That is is this cray. the fir- Is this the first time that he uses that pseudonym?
1: I want to say so, just because I'm pretty sure. Looking at City, I think on City of Doves and Goth Love, I don't see him on there. I don't know. I can't remember how. There's pre- there's people like that don't have a link that could be him that I don't remember mm. if he ever goes oh, by them true, or not, fair, but yeah. I think in terms of 10K Motorola, when I look at his Which tape, is, it's, it's yeah, his no, this is t- the first project where he uses 10K yeah. Motorola.
0: 10K Motorola being his most, like, common suit, pseudonym. He's used it yeah. on a bunch yes. of projects since then, yeah. I mean, anyway, he's surprised to tight...
1: Swaggo Paint is him.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> That's a wild name.
0: Well, this tape has a number of classics on here. I mean... You know, like you said, Stevie J and Jocelyn, um, Thirty God Tears, Seven Roses with Blade on it, Young Six Speed. Those are like yeah,
2: Blade. I, that's that's yeah. crazy. The that Blade is on this.
0: Those are all like fan favorites, at least yeah. to my knowledge. Um, pretty pretty acclaimed songs. So I think
2: uh, I think Twenty Eights on a NASCAR is pretty underrated. Oh yeah, so I love that song. I
0: fucking love that song.
2: It's catchy. Yeah.
0: That's the one that has, like, the literal, like, NASCAR samples, right?
2: Yeah. Is this where he he really... I I don't remember him really referencing NASCAR too much before this. I could be wrong, though. Maybe he did.
1: I don't think he does. Uh. I'm pretty sure he does not up until this
0: point. Is is young six-speed, like, the hardest black (laughs) race on?
2: It could be. I mean, a lot of the tread stuff's really hard, too, but, I mean...
0: Right. The... I mean that's an incredible fucking song. Uh, Great music video too. If you I don't know if you guys have seen
2: it. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. The thing I like about Crazy, he has a lot of really cool music videos. Like he makes music videos for a lot of his songs.
0: Yeah, I mean, most of his like one-off singles and stuff, he'll have videos for. Um, but yeah, I think I mean he and Blade. I mean, this is a pairing that would go on to be very successful. Throughout the course of both of their careers, but they just fit so perfectly together.
1: Hell yeah! Oh yeah, definitely.
0: That they sound great on, on on Seven Roses. Uh, the way they play off each other is is perfect. So yeah, I love that song.
2: Uh, What's the other song there? Uh, I think it has Cane Groceries on it too. It's famous, right? That's the name. famous. Yeah. That's I love that song too.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's a little later out, like, on,
2: I think. Twenty
0: eighteen, right? Something yeah. like that. Twenty nineteen, Yeah, like... I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, don't, yeah, I This is uh, this is basically like like a, this is a,
1: a, a greatest hits album for a, an album that just yeah. that the greatest hits are right on it. Like, it's really good. Yeah, Tony,
0: the, I like the last track a lot. Tony A.O. as well. But, I mean, it's just,
1: isn't there a um. I could just be thinking of the next project, but isn't or the next two projects, but isn't there a... Is there an acoustic song? Isn't there a song where you, he samples an acoustic guitar on here? Am I wrong? Like, in the latter half of this project?
0: Oh, man. Um, I'm trying it, to
1: remember.
0: Is it... Uh
1: is it's it like shine right near the
0: end I, w- I was i was thinking it was shine but i don't want to rack wrong
2: or lap 500 could, maybe i don't know whichever no, i, one think, I think
0: lap 500 is. is is i think lap 500 is another one with like a nascar clip or
2: something whichever yeah, yeah. one it is
1: that one that one is like that one that one for me is like a real deep cut highlight
2: you know what i think it might be shine because i think it might be it's kind of like i was NBA thinking so too Kind of thing. I don't know. I couldn't be. I was wrong.
1: thinking it was either Little Shine or I was thinking of Walk with Walk Wild Walk with Me, but I can't remember what Walk with Me sounds like.
2: Yeah, I, I'm leaning towards Shine, but uh, you know, okay, but I mean, yeah, I it's be-
1: definitely Shine. Then, like Little yeah. Shine for me is like a really a, a a really a deep cut highlight. Then, if that is the one that I'm thinking of.
2: And to kind of add to your point, this is kind of I, I wanted to bring this up during this podcast but i, I looked at Cray's Instagram story the other it was like maybe last week or the beginning of this week he posted he posted a song and it was I looked up the band that it was by, and it was like this kind of really obscure like indie post rock band I was like i, I mean I figured he'd listened to a lot of music, but that kind of I was kind of surprised by that, and the song that he posted was. It was. It actually featured uh, Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse too. Really? Um, yeah. I was like, a, uh, I guess he does. His music taste is pretty. He's uh, pretty wide palate, I guess. No, I've
0: seen. I've seen interviews with him. He's got pretty eclectic taste. Mm.
2: Yeah, He's I like- remember he used to talk about
1: how, like, when he was early on as a kid, like that was what, like, you know, him listening to things like uh, a lot of like sad emo stuff, and like Witch House was like what was getting him like picked on, which is why he had the whole goth aesthetic. Right. Because that's basically what they would call him, was that he was a goth boy. So he was like, all right.
2: Right. Like, yeah, like, I love the mix of, like, hood goth, too. That's, like, such a nice, uh, a nice mix and juxtapose- juxtaposition, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, like, he, um, and on this tape, like, this is, like, a definitively, like, emo rap kind of project like Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it's the start of it's him it's like i said it's him transitioning from that goth era into that emo Mm -hmm. era it definitely feels
0: very like it feels like very nakedly emotional Mm -hmm. Um, this might
2: be a this might be a little of a hot take but i i kind of compare this a little bit to ever since by blade you think that's kind of do you think that's fair i mean it
0: definitely has that like chilly kind of feel i don't know if it's it's definitely, like, cold and kind of uh, has that, like, depressive vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely think both artists have taken influence from each other, potentially. Yeah. I mean, they've collaborated yes. numerous times, and they've been cool with each other. So right. it, would, it wouldn't shock me. I can't—I haven't seen many Blade interviews because he doesn't do them. So I yeah, can't like, really—I don't know how much he's taken from Craig exactly, but it wouldn't shock me. yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Wyatt.
1: I can't tell you because I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I, other than glue, I'm not big on Blade enough that I feel like being really? able to make an really? opinion.
2: Wow. wow.
0: Yeah, Wyatt, in our in the cemetery episode we did, kind of talked about his, like, uh, his kind of, like, hiccup with uh a lot of, like, drain stuff.
2: See, I didn't, I didn't like Blade until very recently. When I first heard him, I, I did not like him at all. I listened to it ever since so I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But uh, he's really, really grown on me in the past, probably six months or so. I
1: really, I got, I was like into the Working on Dying project just purely for more so the, the instrument mm-hmm. than Blade himself, and then but glue I did really actually really I did really enjoy. But most of the time, it's like we talked about in Cemetery. So it's like, I think that his production post that, at least from the projects I've listened to, they don't really grab me. It kind of, to me, sounds like, you know, I just get in that mode where it's like, well, this is that Swedish cloud rap song, uh, sound. Mm. That's what we're doing. And right. then I don't think Blade, his performance, and sometime, and the same goes for um, Tie Boy. Is that they're not really doing, for me anyway, they're not doing enough for me I to get be you. interested. And so I'm just kind of like, oh, it's okay.
2: Yeah, Most people, the yeah, there's a lot of mixed opinions with, with Drain Gang. So it, any, really anything is kind of valid with that. It's kind of really a mixed bag, you know?
1: Yeah. But at least I have glue. So I'll take, I'll take glue. glue. I really like glue.
2: Glue, yeah, glue's awesome. Glue's top three for me easily.
0: Yeah, that's a great project. That's actually not even in like my top like three or four blade. But oh, really? I mean, it's a great project. I'm not gonna, you know, like I'm not gonna sit here and say I love it. Mm. Um, and I think that like you could definitely say that um the there are parts of it that like it wouldn't surprise me if someone was like, "It's my favorite blade project. This is one of my favorites, or this is this." Like, I mean every song on there is good um i think like the first like couple tracks are probably my favorites i mean i think it's i think i would probably say it um like ebay and uh shadow face and probably yeah, I love
3: like,
2: shadow face yeah, yeah. shadow
0: face is one of my favorites some of my favorite things bones has ever been involved with
2: yeah for sure yeah
0: um I probably Unreal is another one of my favorites
2: Everlasting Flames, I love a lot too. Great track, great track. Mm.
0: That's the uh that's the only one that isn't a young Sherman or White Armored Beat, I think. Oh really? Yeah.
3: Oh I think who said so. that one?
0: Uh I think that was a producer whose name I do not recognize.
2: Oh, is it yeah, I thought it oh well. Huh.
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, well. Interesting. He was also on a Night Lavelle album. But yeah. Anyhow, Cray and Blade, yeah, definitely. Like, we've talked about this a lot, Wyatt, but just, like, operating in the same circles, they're, yeah. Yeah. they're like, you know, they're, yeah. um, the like, I, I always say, the fan base is like a circle. Like, it's just, if you made a Venn diagram of the fan base, they would be a circle.
2: Right, yeah. right. I guess, so, yeah. So, I guess we want
0: to move on to Thug Angel.
2: Um, yeah, we can do that. I think yeah, it's. F- I mean, I'm not gonna rate. have much to say about
1: this one. This is one of the few cray tapes I'm not high on. I don't. I I think the next one does what this one's gonna do a lot better.
0: Oh, still struggling.
1: Yeah, I think that one's vastly better than this than this one.
0: Guys, so we this, can we can. Say, the- I think I think this is a really really good mixtape, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's like in my top five, so I don't have like insanely strong opinions about it. But I still think it's a great tape.
2: So, for me, this kind of is the same thing with uh, City of Doves and the and, uh, Goth Love. This kind of falls in the same category as Goth Love for me. Like, I think it's a bit underrated a little bit. Um, while it not being my favorite, is still really good at the same time. Like, we get Lil Earnhardt, which is a really fucking yeah. good song. Yeah. You know, Uzi Kiss... Put angels. It, it's just it's solid and it, it is really good, but I wouldn't put it in my top five or three. You know.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably fair.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I
0: think um, I think Count it Up is one of my favorites on here. There, I think Third Ward Dove and like Uzi Kiss and Count It Up are probably mm-hmm. um some of my favorite. I mean, you kind of nailed that starting bit. Like it starts out super strong.
2: Right. Um, oh, this is actually. Tell this me. is where uh, he's got some working on dying production on here. Too.
0: Production, yeah, for the for, well, he's got. I know Filthy was on it early. It was on um, seven 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 hundred degrees. But he. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, he's on the hard counted up, which once again counted up by my favorite song. Mm-hmm. He's got Lucy Man on that too.
2: Yeah, Lucy Man too. Yeah.
0: Um, Ned Arb's on here again. Interesting. I didn't know. I just must have skimmed it when I first heard the save. I didn't know Ned Arb had a beat on this.
2: Yeah, I I wasn't sure about that either. Yeah, Yeah, but according
0: to the credits on the site anyway, he's got, you you hear a couple of a couple beats from people that we haven't heard of yet also. A couple guys I haven't heard of on here. Yeah,
2: Timeless, never heard of him.
0: Never heard of that, and they don't have, like, there's no links or anything, so I can't dive into the catalog, but...
2: Right. Yeah. Interesting.
0: But yeah, either, either way, I think when it comes to cray, like is I, I I love the album cover. Also, yeah, I think the I think the tape kind of sounds like that. It has this like it's just this like deep melancholy to it. Oh. Right,
2: right. It kind of it, it's kind of sort of unique in that way. It kind of has that like melancholy kind of floating away to heaven. I don't know, kind of like a melancholy, but kind of ascending feel to it. It's it's a weird mix, but
0: Yeah, I think like it has it has some of like I think my more like slept on Cray songs on here. Yeah. I think definitely. overall in, in his catalog. Um I think that heavenly feel is, is interesting. You said that that's a that's an adjective I'd probably use too like mm. I don't know. So I, I get where why it's coming from or, or, where he's saying that like the next tape does it better um i probably like this is
1: just like this kind of falls into the ice cream and mac 10s thing where it's like that one just feels like it's cray doing a cloud rap album and that's Mm. it this feels like cray is just doing an email rap
0: album and that's it yeah no that's fair um you know, I think in the case of this one and the next one, he does both very well. I prefer this one by a little bit. I think.
2: Yeah, uh, a little. Yeah, a little bit. For but that's me, but that's per-
0: can... yeah, that's personal taste, I guess. You know, uh, what what is it that you like about uh, the next tape, Still Struggling?
1: I so think much. in terms of the sonics that he's playing with, in terms of emo rap, it's a lot more varied and it's a lot more interesting. We get mm-hmm. like straight out of the gate. Like I think, like with Glock Love, which is great, um, you know, we start getting into the um, we we get like uh, tinges of like uh, acoustics on here. Like he's definitely playing with that, um, you know, what would be those Goth Boy Click like Hell Boy like sounds kind of, yeah, um, in a way, just the, it, it helps varied up a bit more, um, you know, because I think. I can't remember if it's this tape or if it's once we start getting into like the, the sick boy the the shitty sick boy stuff
3: mm-hmm.
1: where Cray's performances start like he starts doing that. Um he's really getting into that whole uh moaning thing for like almost every track. I think this is right before that, but it the 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 production helps vary it up more and and like make it a lot more interesting as you hear him play with it on here compared
3: to to thug angel. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um trying to think
0: of what else can um you know, we can say about this tape. I don't have too much to say about this one. Me, um, me neither.
3: Really, is you
2: know, it, I got to come back. Again, this is another one I really I got to come back to too.
0: Yeah, this one is definitely one that I have to come back to as opposed to
3: yeah,
2: some of the first ones. I mean
0: you know, I, I love Gucci Man Wrists. I love Thousand Roses. I love um, the one of the one of the last tracks. Um, I no, no, that Yo was that yeah, Thousand Roses. That was really good. Yeah, Yo Gotti's really good. Thousand Roses was toward the bottom. Yeah, that was that's what I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, because I think that's the other. That's one of the. There's like like you know, anyone any of the tracks here that has the acoustic guitar on it is pretty much a highlight to me. I yeah. think Yo Gotti was one of them.
0: Yeah, Born Alone, Die Alone is really good. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, oh, yeah, that one's good, too. Yeah, that's a really sad song um, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's a, uh, that's a great track. Uh, I think I, I remember
1: Thousand Roses being... Thousand Roses being... Really,
0: really good, yeah. It, there's, like, some very just outwardly depressing, like, music on this.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, it kind of fits the cover art once again, you know? Right, yeah. Like, I think
1: this cover art does a lot more for it being that melancholy state with like that, the wraparound of the clouds and the, right. um, I do find that, that he chose the worst coloring of font ever yeah. for reading this title. Yeah,
0: It's it's so washed out and tinge. You can really even see it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, that's, great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love that. I, I like this tape a lot. Um, I think it would be like on the edge of like, well, it'd probably be on the upper parts. But yeah, I like this. I like this tape a lot.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, I think it's a really good tape, and there's there are more standout songs on here than I. I mean, even though I have it rated highly, I just there are more standout songs on here that I remember now, just jogging through my memory than I initially gave it credit for. So yeah, definitely a strong project, and a lot of like crazy emo rap stuff. You know. Is so interesting going back and listening to, it and you're like, oh, he made this, you know, like five, six years ago. Yeah, so it's pretty
2: wild. It's forever yeah. ahead of his time, you know. Hmm. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
1: Because again, he was right. He was right along with those uh, with the Goth Boy Click people, and I mean, given the last project, he was hanging out with Blade. Like he was, he was in on it. But I think, but uh, I don't remember when Hellboy and those projects came out, but um. It's that type of thing where he's, like, right on the pulse or just even right before it.
0: Yeah, that's... And he's always been on the, you know, on the cutting edge, for lack of a yeah. better term.
2: Oh, yeah. Ahead of the curve, yeah.
0: Right. And that's, you know, for better or for worse, honestly. I'm looking cases. at it
1: now, and this came out right around the time Pete released this, uh, his first EP. I mean, his first right. mixtape with uh, Lil' Pete Part 1. Part 1, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he was... um. He was right there. But it, honestly, um, you know, it's two different worlds. But I think, but Cray has certainly um, taken the idea of emo rap. He's already playing with it by the time we get to the same year. Still struggling, still shining. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's a, good, that's a good way to put it. I mean, do you want to... We have... um. We have one EP here, right before we yeah. Well, do we want to touch on the the uh blizzed out EP?
1: I don't really think so, but that's because I think this is one of the more generic things that Cray has ever put out. Yeah,
0: it's pretty it's pretty uh it's pretty short. I mean I will say, I mean Birdwalk's really good. We, we I know think yeah, I remember yeah.
1: Birdwalk being like the one good track, but it's like yeah. I think outside of that no, 28's and 28s
2: like, on a nascars on this too. Yeah.
0: It was like originally it was originally labeled a bootleg and then I think it got removed from that. Now it's official.
2: Yeah,
1: it was at one point a bootleg. I think people I guess people weren't sure, but it's like it's because Blizzed out put this out, not Cray himself. Uh, yeah. So I think people were just unsure and I think it was by like some odd means. so it's like we had to like verify that yes it was Blizzed out who put this out.
3: The covers. out has me. done
1: that. There's other projects now that we have on RYM where it's like Blizzed out, like put out like some comps and shit where it's just him and like oh, some right. uh, somebody that he's produced for. It's like halfway comps, halfway real projects.
3: Mm. Yeah, I, like
0: I I think when it comes to this EP, like it's kind of. You know, if you like cray, you'll probably at least kind of like it. And right. Yeah, if it, like there's not there's not much to it. It's only like what five six tracks, so you can just you know listen to it, kind of move on. I remember it being pretty solid, but I didn't really give it more than one listen. So
1: I didn't. I was too high on it just because I don't think Blizzed out's production is that interesting for cray no, to go not, ahead and try uh, out.
0: It's um, not as unique as a lot of the other producers he's got. Yeah.
1: Maybe if you're really into the um, recent tape for Nokia Talk 2002, maybe this is a thing I would recommend that you check out.
0: Maybe, I think that yeah. I I love that mixtape. And we'll get me to me too, it,
2: man. I, yeah, that's that mixtape's pretty awesome.
0: Really but yeah, I think it's like a better version of like,
2: like the songs are better. Yeah, yeah. Compared, yeah. To I feel like I'll, I think it's definitely with Nokia Talk. I feel like I've a bit to talk about about that. That I enjoyed that quite a bit. Even if it is kind of moving into the pop rap realm a bit, I think he does really well with like Evil Gianni and a lot of those producers. Oh, absolutely! But well, we can talk about that later, though.
3: We got a okay. ways to go.
0: we got tread stuff to do now. So oh. it's a, shitty, sick boy. A big, nice. a big, uh, a big arc in the Black Craig career because I had found about For him. Sure. I knew about him. Just I got into like the the tread stuff uh, right after. The ice cream and mac tens like wave so yeah this is a this is a I, I love this tape i know i think kp i know you like this tape why My bad
1: i like this tape but it's yeah. like of the projects that we're going to talk about here coming up um like this run that he has with like the weird experimental cloud rap like dance and like tread stuff mm-hmm. this is um this is like my the second one that i'm not hot on like it's not that I'm not hot on it. I like it a lot, but it's like on the low. It's on the lower range of this upcoming material. Mm.
0: Yeah, I I love this. Uh, I love this this tape. Like it has some of. I think it's has some of the hardest beats he's ever wrapped over on it. Honestly,
2: this um, yeah, filthy kills is. I mean, th- this is um out of the, like the tread. I I would say I know we're gonna move on to this one after, but I, I like working out the mud more than this. Mm. But I think this is still really as mask up go dumb lick music, and that that's a fantastic fucking song.
0: I, I yeah, there's not song. there's not much of that song that I yeah there's not much of this I don't like, and that's the centerpiece of the tape. Obviously, I
2: remember when I watched the One Away Mike's uh, Tread video, he said he didn't like this tape like at all, really, and I was like, I was like, oh man, this tape is pretty good though. I think
0: I don't know. I I do remember I had a conversation with him about that. I think on the. Uh, you know, on a podcast episode, or just like through DMs and stuff. Yeah, I remember him saying he didn't like it, but I was—I mean, to me personally, this tape always struck me. And there's not a song on this I don't like. The in the uh, baby cash out, you know, I mm-hmm. fucking love that song. Yeah, it's the a hook. great
3: intro. Yeah, the
0: hook is so infectious. I love the way like the beat kind of like oscillates. Um, I love the last three songs. I think are the, st- the strongest points of the tape
2: yeah yeah Uh, definitely
0: like elm street Horror squad that hook and the way like the kind of like deranged like horror movie atmosphere going on in the background too Mm -hmm. um it's very like very very dark very menacing um yeah
2: hit him and filthy are just a really nice combo to be quite honest
0: yeah they have great chemistry and they've been you know we had seen it on earlier mixtapes but obviously now they get a a full length tape to go in. Mm-hmm. Now, Filthy does the whole thing on this, or is there other.
2: It just says Filthy we, on Rate Your Music. I I'm don't know. I'm not sure
0: if we get. Do we get like a uh, uh, Brandon Finesse and, like, or anything like that on here, too? I mean, it w- the tags wouldn't change, but.
2: Right, right.
0: So, I'm just, I mean, it might be Filthy just done the whole thing, but.
2: Could be, yeah. Uh,
0: I didn't hear. I, don't, I can't remember me. if there. I, yeah, I, I didn't hear any Oogie Main tags. To this.
2: I mean to this looking at lot.
1: the looking at the Bandcamp description, it looks like I think th- it looks like filthy's the only one that gets a specific shout out as a person.
2: Right. Sometimes which with is production the
1: idea of why he's the only one who produced it.
2: I feel like sometimes with production sometimes they include someone's name even if they do something that's like really small, even if they're just like Yo, you should right. move like change the hi-hat pattern a little you should you know whatever my,
1: my only thing is that i don't think that cray would have produced any of this
2: no so i, I think
1: I, I i'm more confident saying that it's just filthy
2: yeah
0: yeah probably i uh i probably probably with you on that but yeah i love i love this tape i listened to it a lot it's kind of it was initially like I don't think it's one of the best tread tapes, but I definitely think it's in the upper echelon of of tread projects. I wouldn't put it in like the top three or four, but it's probably it's definitely in like the top ten tread projects.
2: Yeah, this is that it's me. in the it's in the discuss, in the conversation. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that leads us into another, uh, you know, not explicitly tread project. I how do you guys want to talk about Soldier Love? Because I know it's like it's kind of like a fusion of
3: this is what, um, what he
0: was doing I, before. And then like some tread stuff.
3: I
2: have this rated. I like this one a lot. Too. I like this one a lot too. This I think a, of all this, this
1: semi tread material and this like four, like this five album run. I think this is my favorite. I really love soldier love Rari world. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a great day. Um, I love, um, I mean, obviously everyone's going to talk about Cody and tears. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, what, what else needs to be said about that song? Like
1: that, song is amazing it's but, strange, and, but it, and, it, and it highlights like the funny sound that we're why you know for some people who aren't aware like why we're so hesitant to call this a tread albums because there's like some weird um there's like some weird dance influences on here it's like yeah. cray tried to take this production like he tried to take club music mix it with cloud rap and then just warp it right like there's some there's some out there beats on here that sound like like they would be like just like um like uh, it's just like club music being heard while you're on syrup like it's it's crazy.
2: Right. Codeine series in, in particular, like a, is that a sample that the melody I I don't know. I don't think it is, but that the melody is just so it's so nice. I love it.
0: I'm not I'm I'm not sure if it's a sample or not.
2: I don't know, but it's it's so like ethereal. It's like a hood lullaby.
0: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah that's uh that's pretty
1: it's pretty good there's pretty, like a um, pretty good
0: description of it
1: there's uh yeah, is it the um there's like a really wild sample here I think it's even the last track Black China mm. where it's like the really out there like um like club like some sort of EDM sample that's going on it's like wow. nuts, like, and you get that type of thing throughout, like this album.
2: Right, right. Yeah, this one, this one's wild for sure, but it, it's really good. Yeah,
0: great, uh, great record. I love, um, what else do I love on this tape? Um, the second love for track Ren is good. Yeah, yeah, Love for Ren I love that one. Yeah, you're right. Shine on, uh, Western Ave is a good one. Um, I'm trying to think of what was the, there was one more that I was the clear highlight for me on this one. I think it's uh, I think I think that's it. I think I got those were like my favorites. I mean, Coding Tears to me towers over a lot of the tape, but the rest of the tape was like consistently real solid throughout and definitely uh,
2: I like styling with the tech. I guess I'll just mention that one too. Uh, that's a solid song too.
0: Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I do like that song. Um... And I was gonna say, uh... Actually... The, um... The one after that, Taliban Ave.
3: Oh, yeah. I,
0: I, no. I, I like that one. That one's got a, um... A good... Is that Nadarb on that? I do know. Nadarb's on the next one, but yeah. Oh, that's okay. still That's still a good one.
2: It yeah, it's a good stretch of tracks right Right in the meat of the album. Yeah, right in the middle there. toward
0: the end, because then you get, like, Craig does a few of them, um... There the one with Kane has filthy on it, that's a more straightforward tread song.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, there's I agree with with Wyatt. There's like an interesting uh set of influences on this. It's hard to pin this down into like a subgenre.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's a nice mix, uh. Yeah, definitely.
1: And I think I right. the track I'm looking at now, I think the track I was thinking of was um I think the track I was thinking of was where your soldiers at where your so so where your soldiers at where <laughs> you so where you soldier rag. That's mm. the one I'm thinking of because Black China is like a tropical type of track. Again, it's really weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Black Ray um, doing doing tropical house.
1: Yeah, well, it's uh. like it's like it's just yeah, it's got like a really tropical beat type of sound to it. It's just it's yeah, it's just odd, but. Also, it's like yeah, so it's it's like taking tread and like bringing it into like a dancey, like. Oh,
2: someone commented too. There's a Fleetwood Mac sample on uh, in a uh, styling with the tech. I didn't even
0: realize that. I didn't either. That's crazy. That is wild. I didn't. I haven't picked that up.
2: Me either. I'm gonna have to listen to that again. Mm-hmm.
0: And I couldn't tell you who who. Uh... Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. I was looking at the production credits, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I I do know who that producer is."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But yeah, I guess if you want to do, if you guys want to move on, because we're yeah, we
3: can. we've got, we've,
0: we got can, um, we've we've got stuff to do in terms of the the cray, the cray catalog. We're 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 getting there though. I think we well, are yeah, we're we're already well through.
1: past halfway.
0: Yeah, are we in the? Uh, I think we should. You guys,
1: I forget which comes first between. um, I don't know if you guys want to talk about the Sad Boy EP.
0: Um, you
1: have. I heard it. I heard it a while ago. Good, it it is
0: good. I just, I don't remember much from it. I heard it a while ago. Mm -hmm. Um, If
1: you don't have much to say on that, then we can just go on the Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: Yeah, we can move to
1: that. Yeah, we can
0: do that. I remember 12 Teardrops" being a really good song, and I don't have much to contribute about it. I
1: remember what I was thinking of is that I think this. I don't think this tape. I find it uh, curious that this is the tape that it's like people don't like from Cray. Mm-hmm. That I because I think this this EP is this this mixtape. I mean is is pretty decent. I definitely think the first half is way stronger than the last half. I remember that specifically about this tape. Uh, like it starts off really good and then just progressively kind of goes down until I think either Diddy Krueger or even the outro, because I know, again, he throws in an acoustic song on that, and that's great. But otherwise, um, yeah, it kind of just deteriorates over time. Because I remember things like One Night and 90210 were pretty good. mm um, but I do just find the rating for this fascinating. That this is the one where it's like collectively everyone was like, "No, this is the bad one."
2: <laughs> yeah, that that is odd. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's not like my favorite or anything. I heard it once, I believe, and I wasn't like too too sold on it.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think I heard it once,
1: but it's kind of weird because it's not really. It doesn't fit. It's one of those things again where it's like it's one of those albums that doesn't fit with the progression that cray was doing it it's not anything related to the tread sounds he's playing with prior and right after this it doesn't it doesn't it just it does it feels
0: like yeah it feels like another kind of like stop gap like oddity in his catalog yeah
1: and it's one of those things again where it's just like this is one of those tapes where it's not him improving on anything or trying anything out it's just him he's just making a cloud rap album again um so i don't really know it, it it doesn't help that I, I you know, the original um, cover for this, if you can find it, it's kind of a bit hard to find because it wasn't out for very long, but the original cover for this is a lot more interesting. The cover for it now is kind of like probably on the lower end of any of Cray's covers ever, and kind of, but I think it does highlight just how, like, inconsequential kind of this tape was.
3: It's a good point, yeah, I feel like-
0: Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's interesting in just how, like, it just feels sort of, I mean, for one, like, the rating is literally, like, okay, guys, this is the one we don't like. That's funny.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, it's,
1: like, a huge anomaly compared to everything else. It's, like, all of his tapes are, like, you know, sitting, like, even more hilarious is that, like, this is one of his, his few modern tapes that, like, doesn't even crack triple digits. right. Everything else has got like 200, 300, 300. It's like 97. (laughs) 3
3: out of (laughs) 3.1.
0: Yeah. I don't have too much to say about it because I don't remember it too much. I should give it another listen tonight. I don't.
1: Yeah, again, I think it has a strong. It's like I said, I don't remember much of it either, but I just remember that specifically it had a strong start. And then as you go through, it just gets more and more like meh. And I was just kind of done with it when it was done. Um, So I I do get why, you know, some people would probably say that this is probably on their lower because I do think that, especially as an anomaly, it does nothing for Mm -hmm. Cray. But, I mean, just taking the songs as they are, like, this feels more like it should be, like, you know, where 700, like, this feels like it's more of the emo rap era for Cray. I will say that. But, and, um... But I do think those those few starting handful of tracks is is pretty is pretty good for Cray if you like that era.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like a, it's definitely not bad or anything. It's definitely worth listening to if you're mm-hmm. a fan of Cray. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be one of like the first fifteen Cray projects I would recommend to somebody, but I mean, definitely... this was the
1: last thing I
2: ever listened to by him.
0: Am... Yeah, this was yeah. one of the last things I listened to too. So, just because of reputation, to your point.
2: Yeah, right. I'll, I'll still end up checking it out probably just out of you know I I mean I think I heard it once but I really literally don't remember anything about it
1: you know now that I think about it I guess it kind of makes sense because Sad Boy came out in 2016 so this I guess this is kind of like the album pairing to that album mm. I think the only thing I'd say is, is that I think the Sad Boy EP is better than this I think that's how I I'd put it
2: right
0: I think, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much how I'd describe it, too, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, if we only got much else to say about that, then we can go on to working out the mud.
2: Ooh, yes. It's a great project. Hell yeah, it is.
1: I get to be what? the contrarian and say I'm not high on this. Really?
2: Oh, man. Yeah, I did, no, I, knew did
0: I, I knew that. I I knew that. I for, I temporarily forgot during the episode, but I knew that we, I think we talked about it before
1: we did it's like this is like yeah. my controversial cray opinion is that i don't huh. i'm not very high on working out the mud at all
0: you like every day of the week or no
1: um i don't remember specifics because it's because it's, you know it's like i said before we started recording it i mean mis- i've been so busy with homework i kind of am been lethargic with recent listens to right. remember specifics but i do remember that it's like compared to like the crazy production on Soldier Love, Rari World, um, and, like, what he's going to do with 4,000 Degrees, where he kind of mixes, like, he takes what he did on Shitty Sick Boy and Soldier Love and, like, mashes them together, in my opinion, at 4,000 Degrees. It feels like working out the mud. You know. Again, (laughs) I'm going to keep using this analogy, but it's like, you got your Standard Fair emo wrap, you got your Standard Fair cloud wrap with ice cream. This is uh, craze standard fair tread
0: release tread tape. To me. Yeah, and
1: this is like just it's just it's a it's a tread release, but it doesn't catch me
0: like the other ones do. Huh.
2: That's fair though. I, I get what you mean. Yeah, I,
0: I this thing is really 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 consistent tape.
2: Um. I, yeah, I like I have it at a four. Honestly, I would maybe bump it to four and a half. To be honest, I mean yeah. I I really like this thing. Every day of the week is probably one of is just. I mean. It's one, of his, it's
0: one of his strongest hooks, I think. It's definitely a song that if someone didn't know Cray, I would play for them.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: yeah, that's just a classic you know. Uh, beat. I mean, Working on Dying just really went in on this one. Like, Little Stevie Nash is another one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I play that a lot. Um, I just I like the the track title, Girlfriend Work at K.O.D. Yeah, that's <laughs> just... That's just can't speak to the song, but that's a great title. Um,
2: yeah, uh, the intro is really good. So I love, I love the intro. That's probably another in the one. house, bands and perks every day of the week. I mean, it's just like it's got a bunch of slaps on it, and plus, I mean, the production I think on this is just really tight. They freaking, they, they really nailed it, uh, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think like,
2: yeah, I definitely think uh,
0: it in in the uh, in the house is a big one. That's the one where he's like. You know, in the house, everybody in the house. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
2: It's, yeah like, it's it's a fun yeah.
0: song. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, he's got he's, his hooks on here are good. I I definitely played this one um, a good amount. Yeah, I think Transtown, I think I mean outside every day of the week. I think Transtown, Stevie Little Stevie Nash in the house are my favorite ones on here.
2: Yeah, and th- this to me, I, as much as I, I do like Shitty Sick Boy, but I think this is it. Uh, in a way definitely an improved version i would say like you really really hit it on the head on this one for sure with the with the tread mm-hmm. stuff not I to say i don't like shitty sick boy though because i do like that too but right right yeah of course
0: i think it is cool that we all kind of have like different takes about the tread stuff like shitty sick boy is my favorite of his mm-hmm. in the tread and then it's this one and then soldier love and then uh the fourth one the nightmare right um, and i think you know why it's his soldier love and then uh shitty sick boy. And then like this one and then yours is this. I was, one. it's, it's, yeah. it's
1: goes soldier love, then 4,000 degrees, then shitty sick boy.
0: Oh, 4,000 yeah. degrees. See, we haven't, we haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah. That I one. Just yeah. In terms of his tread. Yeah. His tread stuff. Yeah. I mean, that one is like a little, I think it's kind of a little less tread than some of the other ones.
1: A bit. Yeah. Maybe. A bit. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it's in the same boat as stick as uh, Soulja Love where it's like right. it's, it's right. trying to get you the sub tag but it's not going to be it's not it's not
0: tread like the other two are. Right. No, for sure, absolutely. But yeah, I I I love this mixtape too. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Uh Troy on this one. Like I think it's yeah. just a it's a great tape and definitely one that probably one of his more I think accessible ones. I don't know exactly. I agree with that. Yeah.
2: I don't know. If yeah, it's I think, would say that. Yeah. I think,
0: His I think this stuff.
1: one definitely takes a lot more, like, it's a lot. I don't know. Between uh, Shitty Sick Boy and this one, like, I think this one's a bit more, um, quote unquote, like, grimy and, like, mm-hmm. kind of meets that, like, I don't know, more like street aesthetic that maybe some people would be appealed to.
2: Yeah, it's like you know, it really blends the the cover really. I mean, the uh, not the cover, the title really kind of exemplifies it in a way. And, the, and I mean, I, I just want to talk about the cover for a second because he's wearing like a one piece, like looks like a janitor kind of, yeah, suit, maybe. Yeah. And he's got a big ass shovel. I think there's an alternate cover too, but
1: there is. It's like yeah, um, man. it's like it's just your standard fair um uh um. Uh, what do you call it? pen and pixel pen and cover pips, type? Yep. Where it's like a, a a it's like a shovel and like I think another tool or whatever like cross boning over like a uh, a bulletproof vest.
2: Right, and that's I, he gets. I I feel like I should mention this too. He gets a lot of his inspiration. I remember he mentioned he loved uh, like Cash Money and Hot Boys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. I want to say the one he loved the most was Juvenile. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think
0: a lot of his stuff is kind of like. Um, taking these these different styles and there's a little bit of like cash money worship and a lot of cray projects. I think, right? Um, I, I think a, a big a big project where that's evident is the, the most recent one. Yeah, which I know we'll, we'll get to talking to, but I think you can hear you can hear kind of like some cash money worship in, in a couple of cray projects more so as it, we've gone on it's
1: clear I've always been curious with my big brain I've always had this big brain thought that I've always been curious of Uh, the the album cover is uh, a reference to Tommy Wright Third.
2: oh yeah maybe. oh interesting ashes ashes, I have
1: absolutely about? I have no idea and there's nothing to go off of other than <laughs> that they're similar but I've always been curious if that's what he's if that is what he's referencing
2: that would be pretty cool. So, to be honest, if there's a connection, yeah, I, mean, I guess you know,
0: wrapping up the the tread stuff um, before we get into those like EPs. Uh-huh. you could do 4,000 4, degrees. degrees. And, and yeah, I guess can, you we'll... can talk about why this is your favorite, of, or why, why this is...
1: This is like, yeah, I, so uh, the four yeah. Tread release runs, this is my second favorite. It's kind of funny that I'm I'm more into the ones that aren't just straight Tread.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But again, I guess it's that thing where it's like when, when Crane and his producers play with the sound, that I'm more into it. It's like, kind of yeah. like with the, the Still Shining um, deal. But like, I think this one is kind of like... It, like I said, it takes what the um what, what the tread sounds that he's doing and then what he done soldier love and he kinda mashes them together. So we get great things like, you know, um wrist talk is great mm-hmm. and then um again I'm trying to remember some of the, the tracks here. I think I remember L V same color My shorty being really good. I, I feel bad always when I can't, I can't talk specifically about
3: well, I know about
2: sounds, I know but... uh, Extort for me has that, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's the same sample as Pain by uh, Cemetery.
0: Oh, really? Oh, so it is. Yeah, extort for me, yeah. hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a good, that's a good fact.
2: Yeah. The, Craig kills that, that song, it's this is, this is probably one of my favorite songs on here,
0: I think. That is a really good song.
2: It's like the perfect sample for like an emo rap song, you know what I mean? Like I, I think on I saw like comments somewhere. I think it was on the video of the actual sample. It was like uh little peep can't wait to get his hands on this one. Yeah. It's, it's like the perfect, you know, perfect guitar little guitar lead for it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think Teddy Brookshaw is another one that's really good mm. on here, which has a great title. But Yeah yeah um
1: i will say we don't talk about it much but i think i think if i had one criticism of of cray following this entire era like post still shining going mm-hmm. in the shitty sick boy and following yeah. is that he does do that one moaning flow a lot <laughs> he does
2: yeah. and yeah. so
1: it's like all i have to do all i have sometimes it's like ride or die on the production because cray is just gonna do his thing Mm -hmm. i i I do kind of wish he would vary it up a bit more at times because it's like i'm thinking it's like that's my that's why like none of these projects in this tread era even if i really like them like this album or fourth or love uh soldier love i i I can't rate them 4.5 or higher because they start blending because he's still just moaning the whole time right. the same way every, every sometimes uh every like a lot of tracks he varies it up occasionally, but he really he really sticks to it, and that that kind of has an issue of making a lot of the songs blend together
3: yeah, I mean,
1: like I... that blend, but. It's
2: it's 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 a it is a, a criticism to be made. It's a bit of a knock on them. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I I can I see it. I can see it. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, I think I think it, when it comes down to an artist that I like, if I'm with how they're presenting the music and you know how it sounds to me, then I'm like okay on whatever kind of stylistic path that the, that they might stagnate on. So I guess in the tread stuff, you could argue that over the course of four projects, you know, there is some stagnation there, but I like Cray on that tread sound so much that it doesn't bother me.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, it doesn't bother me. It's just that I, I can't help but acknowledge that it does have an issue of making the tracks blend, at least on project to project, it makes them blend together because, as much as I can, maybe think about the sounds of the album. When I think about Rory on the tracks themselves, all I can think is is him going "aww"
0: every, <laughs> yeah. out, every track.
1: That's all I can think about. Do
0: you do you think it's, the same? And
1: it's it's a matter of me remembering how that works with the instrumental versus anything else. Fair. Whereas, like you know, way back on Alicia Keys, I can think about how rari is on that track like how how he's on that song Mm -hmm. like and what he does with it like because he's not doing that so do
2: you attribute it to like do you think he's just kind of sticking to what works or do you think do you attribute it to like kind of like laziness i don't know
1: i don't think it's laziness because i can't imagine with how cray thinks about things that it's yeah. him being lazy right i have to think that maybe it's him trying to do this thing where it's his calling card maybe mm-hmm. he thinks that he's he, i guess he does technically vary it up sometimes before he does the moaning right. he just keeps ending it on the same moan but like i think he's try- like sometimes he thinks he's just trying to make it a calling card i don't know but Yeah,
2: I tend to agree with you on that. I, I wouldn't I certainly don't attribute any of his stuff anything he does really to laziness. I mean obviously he's got a good work ethic when it comes to music, so
1: mm-hmm. and I definitely can tell that he puts a lot into it. Yeah. You know, he definitely cares about it. I can't imagine that. I can't you know, maybe maybe one I can't think of a release where I could say like, oh, this is the one where Cray wasn't trying.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I think, I don't know, maybe he was just really in on this whole moaning thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was just him thinking that, oh, this will be my thing and yeah. I'll play around with it. But the problem is, is that that thing is so prominent that even if he does play around with it, I can't tell.
2: Yeah, it can't go so. unnoticed, kind of, when, especially when you listen to a lot of his stuff, you know. Yeah,
1: and it really, it really does confine him sometimes flow wise mm-hmm. because he has to end it doing
2: that
3: yeah
1: so so we're always ending on like the same two melodies
3: mm. yeah
1: but i still That's do fair. love this tape i'm just not get you know i wanted to point it yeah. out but i do like this tape a lot but I'm just saying that at this point, when we get to 4,000 degrees, it's like, it's not much to do with Cray other than him being a compliment to the beats. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so the beats themselves, which I think are really good.
2: Right, which is like, I mean, I feel like I end up using that description with a lot of cloud rap, like the rapper. Not saying this is extremely, completely cloud rap, but I'm just saying, like, the rapper compliments the beat. You hear that with, like, I it Playboy Cardi a lot that he compliments yeah. the beat. You know right. what I'm saying? It's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know I mean
1: my thing is is I do that with music in general because mm-hmm. I've kind of got the stagnant opinion that um, you know, it's music first and right. the vocalist was always meant to be the secondary part to any musical. And you know, I know hip hop tries to emphasize that to, to me. That's why I put the rapper always secondary, mm-hmm. because it's, it's you know, I remember, you know, Dead End Hip Hop used to talk about how, like, oh, it's back in the day, you know, we used to be fine with a rapper being over bad beats
3: because mm-hmm.
1: we cared about the rapper. And uh, I don't I, I find that fascinating because it's just like, I don't know how you do that. Right. I'm not here to listen to, a you know, it's like I don't mind the guy rhyming and I don't mind the guy you know spouting his poetry or singing or whatever but It's like if i'm listening to music it's music first which that's the instrumental that's the mean of what i'm here for
2: right there's a yeah lyricism kind of i don't want to say it doesn't matter to me but i agree yeah with you i don't want to say that yeah. either right
1: it can improve upon it but mm-hmm. it can cert- And sometimes it can be the thing that elevates a instrumental but yeah um, I'm ne- I'm never thinking vice versa. Like the instrumental is elevating the um the rapper mm-hmm. because the rapper to me is always secondary.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, I think I agree. I think that I think we're on the same page with that. Like it's, that, it's like that aspect. shady blaze
1: album title. You know, rappers ain't shit without a producer.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and they deserve more yeah. credit all the time. You know, the producer. So
0: and it really hasn't been poet. until like this past. You know decade or so where producers have gotten more credit you know yeah that's true
1: which is funny because it's like I wish that's how people would think about it more it sometimes feels like at least in terms of the mainstream it's like people you know you get the anti-bumble rapper people and all that but it also feels like there's a halfway a slight towards producers sometimes where it's like no one talks about like yeah, this is the age of like instead instead of us focusing on being like, Man, this is a great age for producers, everyone's like, Oh, this is a bad age for rappers. Mm. It's like
0: Yeah, because people, you know Why can't the
1: producer be the important one? We've had plenty of producer based albums, like like for Christ's sakes we have instrumental hip hop albums mm-hmm. that we call hip hop that we also hold in high acclaim. Like Donuts, Hello. Yeah. It's like can we why can't we be in an age where the producer what's wrong with being in an age where the producer is more important than the rapper?
0: Right. Nothing's wrong with it. It's just, you know, how people are closed minded and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like that's
2: just It's like people hear the word rap and it's like you know, rap or hip hop and it's it 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 just has to be someone rhyming. You know, I feel like that's what people's brains jump to first, whether there's a beat or not. You know, or a good beer, right. now, I should say, but that's really you know that's again like a closed-minded view of it.
1: Yeah, I know some people are like really ha- like really like to emphasize the idea of the rapper, and that's like though that's what makes hip hop unique.
3: Mm-hmm. I know
1: some people really like it's you know it's the wordplay and everything, and while well, that is certainly unique to rap, never discredit that. It's the thing is is that that is in service again to the music, mm-hmm. the ability of flow rhyme patterns like and even and even at times wordplay and pronunciation is always in service of I- at least most of the times in service of the rhythm and then lyricism is like i said is like a side dish right um you know otherwise every other aspect of rapping is in service of following and mixing with the beat so it's like wait we it's Again, it's like the the instrumental is is what we really should be focusing on is what what makes you un- rap unique, and it's focus on rhythm.
0: Mm-hmm. No, one hundred percent. You're 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 definitely hitting on all the. I mean, rap is more than just the art of rapping, and right. that's yeah. something that you know it shouldn't take. poetry. Exactly. For, I
1: guess.
0: Yeah. And I guess this is a, a roundabout way to get into it. But should we talk about should we talk about Blood Rain now? <laughs> um,
2: yeah. yeah, if we can.
0: Yeah, because
1: I mean, I'm. I don't know. I know some people. I don't know if we want to talk about depressed shooter, cause oh, I know the Press people, Shooter because some people, some people bring it up. This is actually the Press Shooter though is one of the one the one of the few Cray projects I haven't listened to yet. It's like I, one yeah, of the few white spots for me, but.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
0: uh, it's got some pretty good songs on there in the back half. I think it's a solid, it's a solid EP. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last three songs are the best songs. Um, so- no, no comp is my favorite. Through the field is my second favorite, probably. Those are the ones that like I, I still uh, spin like from it.
2: What? Listen to this comment on on this uh, project. Never gonna forget how I went to Orlando last month and Stephen Malkmus from. Uh, from freaking pavement took over the radio for an hour and played the title track. <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke or what. Uh,
0: I refuse to believe that's real, but that's amazing if it is.
2: Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm
0: just,
1: I'm just curious about this project because it's in collab with F-A- FHN Mook, who is part of the No Body Death Set crew. Who they have that really great. Uh, tape with uh with BMB Death Row. They do. So, this always made me interested to check this out, but I just haven't ever gotten around they to it, because be this right is like right. the one, this is the one Cray EP that isn't on streaming services.
2: Oh, right. For whatever right. reason,
1: this is the only one that you can't get on streaming.
0: So, yeah, but um, I think you can, um, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you can find it on like youtube and stuff because i do. oh no
1: yeah no i'm sure i can find it it's just that no you can find this really easy it's just that i'm just saying like in terms of easy like ease of oh, access the e- right,
0: the easiest, yeah. this is the only one the easiest of access yeah
1: yeah i always try to download everything i listen to because i use it for walks but yeah this is the one but this, this one i've been interested in but it's the only one that i'm missing out of like um really my listening catalog Mm-hmm. So I was always curious about it.
0: Well, I guess we can go to Blood Rain, and I think yeah. this has some of a couple of his like I think songs that are celebrated the most, like Amongst the Dead.
2: Definitely, yeah. is
0: is one that a lot of people. Blood Rain Twenty Twenty is another one. Mm-hmm. Like that ending run of tracks, um, mm-hmm. which he produced. I do remember
1: came. the opening "Paint the City" being pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this, this is definitely uh, this is definitely a really really strong EP. Yeah, I
2: think it
1: starts strong and then ends strong.
2: Right. This I kind of it's kind of odd. I I, I kind of stopped listening to Cray for a, a little while because I don't know. I just I, I just kind of fell out with with him and this kind of I, I guess the style of hip hop in a way. I, I just wasn't as into cloud rap and stuff like that. But this is kind of, I, when I hit this tape, because again, it was it was easy to find on uh, streaming, and I think it might, I could be wrong, I was going to say, I think it's under the Black Cray name on Spotify and streaming. I could be wrong about that, I'm not sure. I'm but pretty
1: sure it's it's under Sick Boy Rari. It's under
2: Rari, yeah, you might be right. Um, but yeah, this is kind of where I jumped back into him and started listening to him again. I listened to Amongst the Dead a shit ton of times, because I yeah, love that song. That's a
0: great That's a great song, I love that song too.
2: And then I just really kinda dove into Cray again. So it's kind of a ju- one of the jumping off points for me with him, so
0: hmm. Yeah, I think uh and, and shout out to uh Jaguar Clauds too. Because mm-hmm. um, I did not know who they were prior to hearing um the the beats on uh on this. Oh they were on four thousand degrees too, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. But they if you go back and look at like uh, their like production catalog, they've been on things as far back as like some Chopo tapes from like right. twenty sixteen and stuff. So yeah, shout out to shout out to Jaguar Claw for sure. And like I think it's cool that the tracks that Cray produced are like my favorite ones. Once again, like he's just so you know multi talented.
2: He is really yeah he's a
0: he's a tight producer. Yeah, I don't know, you know, why if you have anything to say about this one. I, I don't have much have to it.
1: say on this. I just remember this being really good. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it is really good, yeah.
1: It's a pretty strong EP, like I said. And I remember that it starts uh, strong and ends strong. The middle section is a bit uh, miffy for me, but otherwise, I think it's pretty good. Um, but I don't have a lot to say about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's fair. I mean, it's It's pretty short and sweet. You know, it's only about 17 minutes or so. so.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's um, got its highlights, though, so for sure. Oh
0: my god, absolutely! Yeah, like I said, like the last two tracks are probably my favorite. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, great, great, uh, great EP. And I don't know if you guys are gonna touch on uh, the details the from the the four.
2: Um. No, I haven't heard this one. It's only two tracks. Uh, yeah. It's basically it. It seems like it's a hundred... Uh, yeah, I don't know, Sicko Mafia, it seems like it's more of a, Cray is only on one song, I guess, one of those. Yeah, two. it's
0: not technically like in Cray Project. I do really like the, uh, the first track, though. Um, I do, I remember that one pretty well. Uh, it's a really, really good song, and it's, I know I listen to it on SoundCloud, but I think it should be available on. YouTube or some other places too, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's short and sweet. You know, it's cool, cool, mm-hmm. uh, cool little EP. Not much else for me to talk about, but but yeah, I fuck with it.
2: Okay, Yep.
1: And, so we, um, do we
2: go to Euroglime next?
1: I forget yeah. which came out first. Was a Euroglime that came out first, and not Nokia Talk.
0: Yeah, no, Euroglime, Euroglime definitely came out first. That was was. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the summer last year. So this has, um, a lot. This one grew on me actually. Mm. Um, this has a lot of good songs on it. I, I didn't give it enough credit the first time I
2: heard it. Is this the? This might be the first tape. Oh, I just realized Jay is on here too. But is this the? This might be the first tape where he really he gets gets together with a uh, Evil Gianni.
0: Yeah. I think it is actually.
2: Yeah, I I like Evil Gianni a lot. Evil Gianni,
0: is so he's such a good producer. He's, oh my God. he's dope. Yeah, all the all the stuff that he's did with like uh, like Baby Goyard Zelio show obviously Casper like
2: he was good on the last RCB album too.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's um. They've been doing a lot of stuff with Surf Gang. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I've noticed that over the last over in twenty twenty. Right. Uh, like because High C had that uh that. Uh, tape with or that song rather with Yen Five K, uh, no no more heroes.
3: Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah that's a good song yeah. Love that song
0: yeah. Yeah Yen Five K is hard.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He sure. sa- he sounds a lot like uh, Scott. He uh, what's the, what's the tape I'm thinking of? I think it's his most recent one. He sounds a lot like Chief Keef, but in a good way, kind of. Yeah you
0: know what I mean? no no I I hear I hear that.
2: He yeah. emulates him really well
0: yeah uh, he's uh he's
2: really he's a really good artist and
0: definitely someone i'm looking forward to hearing more from but right yeah,
2: yeah I, think it, I think the, the project i'm thinking of is something enemies something
0: yeah i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about
2: yeah, yeah that one's good, um yeah.
0: was that 12 um just it pray for my enemies right
2: yeah that's it yep. yeah that's a good one
0: yeah pray for my enemies yeah um great great stuff but yeah, evil Johnny's a, a great producer. Yeah, definitely. I've been really fucking with like Surf Gang and like all their stuff. So. Surf
2: Gang's great. Yeah, there's a who's the other one? Tommy too Hot. He's pretty good too.
0: He's really good too. Yeah, they have a, and I I know they work with like, I mean I know that I don't know if Scrass is like insert I don't think, he's not in Surf Gang but like he works with them too. It's, like
2: affiliated. Yeah,
0: affiliated. Yeah, Scrass. Um. This Landis, too. Like he kind of bounces around to a lot of different things. But,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, those guys. So, a lot of, like, you know, emo rap, like adjacent.
2: Right. Right. This, or
0: in that, in that lane. But, yeah. Um, when it comes to this tape, once again, like, it's a really good tape, and I kind of underrated it. Yeah. Uh, when I heard it, I, heard, I was like, yeah, this it's pretty good, but, like, I'm not going to, like, listen to it again. But I revisited it after. I don't know why I revisited it, but I revisited it I revisited it for some reason. I think it came up in like my recommendations again. And it stuck with me a lot more the second time. Like Choppa Sing Like Violins mm-hmm. is probably my favorite.
2: That uh, and uh, the one before Angel
0: Yeah, Angel Link's my goods, yeah. I think those ones and um Warzone are probably my favorite.
2: Mm-hmm. No, same with me. I, I underrated I, I honestly didn't like this when I first heard it much at all, but then yeah i gave it another try and it's not bad at all it's pretty good
0: yeah i don't know why how you feel about it
1: i don't have an opinion on this because this is another one where i ain't heard it
0: oh you haven't heard it oh my bad my bad yeah this is
1: another one where it's just this 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 little recent run yeah so it's like these last like run of eps like it's that's like my blind spot for cray
0: Mm -hmm. no that makes sense Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess we can sort of move on there because I know we, we're all kind of. I mean, Troy and I are just like, yeah, it's really good. Like, yeah,
2: right, right. I mean,
0: <laughs> we it, have we, the, we have the same standouts, so we can't really talk about it too much. But I do think this is a indicative of like the pop rap lane on here. Like, that he right, was gonna go right. into like I think it he, does
3: have
1: stuff. a sub tag on it off oh, for a pop rap, so I was interested. It
0: does, yeah. I did not. It's not, not too
1: normal that. that you see a pop rap and a tread.
2: Yeah. <laughs> In the
0: same yeah, I, I, oh,
2: right. that's crazy.
0: Secondaries. Yeah. Now this is this is a good uh, really good tape and I I like the variation with the production. Like no one uh producer is on more than one track.
2: Right, right. Um, yeah, so it's varied, yeah. Cool thing.
0: Um yeah, like I said I know we have the same standouts, so we're kinda of just hitting the same beats here, but it's another really consistent cray project and kind of, like, foreshadowing of his next, his most recent project.
2: Dude, we're we gonna, are we gonna skip over, I, I haven't heard it personally, but I'm just checking with you guys, it's it's rated, it's probably the lowest rated thing on here, but the So Icy Death Row tape.
1: I also have not heard this, but from what I understood, wasn't this just that oh, the yeah. Cray and Chapo had, like, no say in this, and this is just Lino taking...
0: Yeah, no, something. this is, this was just some, this is like, throwaway garbage, yeah. Uh, I, heard, like, yeah. I, I, I Yeah. That it's uh, it's it's not great. It's on streaming actually, but it's not good. Mm. I would rec- I wouldn't recommend it. But it's not really Cray or Chapo's project. Mm. So
1: how often do they actually appear on each track? Oh like, are they actually prominent on this tape, or is this literally just a Lino solo tape?
3: Where no, it's like, I
0: mean he just Cray's on, has in there. Cray's on like three or four songs. Chapo's on also three or four songs, but they're not on like songs together. Ah. Lino's on every song Okay so Yeah but from what, what I always what I...
1: understood This was like stolen verses Or like they didn't know And it's like
0: oh, yeah,
2: it's, paid it's...
1: for verses
2: Yeah mm. trash.
1: And then like Lino tries to make it seem like It's a big a big three way collab
2: <laughs> Yeah that's fucked up Just so
0: you get yeah, some clout yeah. I don't even know how it's still on like streaming stuff I'm surprised it hasn't been taken down they
1: should. I, I, I mean haven't... I don't know I mean, if he paid for the verses, he paid for the verses, man. But, I mean, it's still, like, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess as long as, P- as long as they got paid for it, then...
1: I hope they did. Again, I don't remember if these... Are, I don't remember if the story is they paid for these verses or he stole these verses, but...
0: I don't know the story behind it. I know I know that it was, like, some... I know that, like, it was without their uh, without their consent, basically, like, to be on right. it. I do know that. Yeah. But I don't know the exact story. Probably We've got a, um...
1: You're in all we the got dist- silver like, rings situation here. you the, the verses, mashed them together.
0: You're in all the discords. You should, you should find, you should find out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I can. I guarantee if I ask the SGV discord, they're going to know in the heartbeat.
0: And the heartbeat. Be like, fuck out of here. Like, fuck this guy.
1: <laughs> I sure they already are. Yeah. Yeah. But what well, we can move on to, that's much more important. And quality is uh, Nokia Talk 2002, his most it recent mixtape. Yeah, and craze, a uh, big move in the pop rap.
0: Yeah, I, I was a fan of this move. I didn't expect it to be what it was. It's really, I played this tape like a good amount this year. Like it's kind of a, it's more of a vibe to throw on. You know, um, I'm not going to be like drowned in, uh, you know, the psychedelic noise while listening to it. Um, Not that that's a bad thing. That's a a good thing. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think overall, it's more like low-key, laid-back. It has some of his, like, uh, some really strong melodic hooks. Like, Don't Act Like is a great... Oh, yeah. That's That's such a hooky, like, bouncy song. I wouldn't expect Cray to make something like that
2: and they don't they don't have the producer credits on rate your music for some reason on here but i know gianni's on the fifth track
0: yeah he's uh, on Luganus. me that's that's one of my favorites also that and he might
2: he might be beat. on one more that i'm not sure about but this yeah I this actually, tape is is solid as hell i mean this the production's really kind of lush and really kind of bouncy um i it mean I, like I really like it yeah. A, right
0: almost, yeah
2: and um, it kind of sucks moon Moon should be the last track, right i don 't know why they don't include it
0: yeah i don't know either
2: it's not on streaming either, so maybe that 's why, but Moon Moon is really good. Moon might be my favorite out of all of these to be honest
0: moon 's a great song, although i yeah. actually didn't i didn 't know it was supposed to be the I thought it was supposed to be a single
2: so now I, I thought have- it was on this, but they just didn't include it on streaming and i 'm assuming that's why it 's probably not on here either. They probably took the track list from like spotify or something but mm-hmm. I, maybe i'm wrong maybe it is a single but i, I heard that though so like it, where
1: it, did you get the project from where it had moon on it uh
2: i i don't know i i just originally i just saw like a track list somewhere it might have been on twitter maybe or maybe is it Bandcamp. maybe is it on there let me check i remember yeah, I it from. yeah
1: it's on, on band Bandcamp. so yeah. they probably used the ads of streaming
2: right hmm it's kind of too bad because it's a nice outro, it, like I said, it's it's a top track for me on here for sure. But oh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love. I think it's a great song too. So I'm with you on it. But
1: yeah. I'm sure not... I have the version that had moon on it because I remember I ripped this straight off from uh, dismiss yourself when they posted it, and I'm pretty right. sure they posted like probably whatever the OG version was. Mm-hmm. That's
0: um, probably fair.
1: Yeah, but uh, this is another one of those tapes where it's again, I'm not high on it.
0: Mm. I know this one we talked about before. I think. I mean, I love this tape. I love the little like uh, skits and and stuff before some tracks. I love the one we talked about. Some one there's a skit in there about like I I don't know who was saying it or what, but he was like, I just I I dropped out. I kept failing. something about failing math class or something. Like he just kept. I don't know. There's there's a funny skit about like getting sick of school and like dropping
2: out. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah
0: I forget. Ah, oh, it's like it's in the. I want to say it's around like Kelly Rowland, Taliban soldier type. Like, be, yeah. Type track, but I forget what it is. Um, Shed a tear for the set is a beautiful song.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I like off the rip too. I like. Uh, Ease on me like a Beasus, obviously. Keep you right here is good too. Although it's kinda underrated in the track ratings here, but I think it's pretty
0: good. Yeah. Ease on and me think, uh, one of my favorite beats on the on the tape. hmm For sure. I yeah. remember
1: being pretty high on gasoline, obviously. Like, oh yeah. I think it's pretty strong. On go. I remember being pretty into. Um I think I really liked to Shed a Tear for the set. Mm-hmm. As like a lap, as like on mm-hmm. the back end of this album oh, like a of penalty this project to the track, yeah. But outside of that, I was never big on this. I just don't. I don't think the production does it for me. Mm. Personally, I don't. I just don't. It's not. I don't know. It just. It's just not exciting enough for me for some reason. it just doesn't like. when I think of Cray doing, like coming into the pop rap world. I'm expecting him, to, again, I'm kind of expecting him to come and, like, really do something with it. But I don't, I, I feel like this is him kind of, it's not him bringing the world to him, it's him bring it going into that world. Huh. It's, um, he's kind of following a bit more than leading on this album. mm Uh, I yeah, will I say mean, that I'm glad that, um... And I don't remember. I don't know if he did this on Euroglime because I haven't heard it, but he does stop doing the moaning flow, though. <laughs> I give the props for that. All right. He he started dropping that, so he's back on actually. Because I remember with gasoline tracks like that, like he's not doing it anymore. So, I'm 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 glad that he you know he 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 doesn't feel like he has to stick to it, and that when he changes up his sound, maybe maybe from here on out, maybe he really is going to. Um, If he sticks with the sound and he keeps playing with it, he's probably going to change up uh, his his, uh, flow again to try and meet that sound. Um, But this just feels like it's that type of thing where it's I I get the sense that this is that type of thing, like with Thug Angel, where it's like this is the tape where it's just like the tape. But then I'm I'm more excited for what happens next, because I feel like he's going to he's going to really go all out with it. Right, it's, like,
2: come into his own with this style, yeah. I get you. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, I
0: think... I don't know. I, I was excited hearing this tape just because I think it's another cool avenue for for Cray to go down, and I think he, mm-hmm. he can excel in this lane, too. And
1: Oh, absolutely. I think, he, I, even though I'm not hot, I can tell that, you know... Again, it's that type of thing where he knows what he's doing.
0: Yep. And, if it, and if it will get him a little bit more notoriety, that'd be great. Like, I'm never gonna, you know object to that. Like hopefully it will get him more notoriety. Right. Yeah.
2: Definitely which I guess deserves which
0: it. I guess leads me to like kind of a final question here. Like where do you guys think he'll he'll go from here?
1: I think maybe he might I don't know how much he'll keep the tread sounds that he's been playing with because I know that when he did the production for the booty chain album uh project that he was basically he was he was essentially like the the second player in that project. Like, he's nearly on every track. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like halfway his tape, basically. Um, you know, it was still playing within these pop trap realms a lot of the time. Um, so I definitely think, at least going forward, I think he's still going to stick with that. I haven't heard of him any of his recent singles, so I can't say whether or not they still kind of sound in this vein. Um, you know, with things like In the Field of War, Ballad of the Dead...
2: Yeah, I'd say in the field like the war, it's fairly similar to the songs on here. I think.
3: Mm-hmm. So I the, so I definitely
1: think then that he's going to continue down this route um, going into the next project. I, again, what I'm hoping for is that what we're getting is a Thug Angel into a Still Shining, where you know the first one is him like doing the style that way, and then the next one is that he's going to play with it.
0: Mm. yeah i think you know i think we're gonna have to see where where he picks up with this because i think even the singles after the mixtape came out have been leaning in this like pop rap direction too um mm-hmm. you talked about moon uh troy that's definitely yeah. a strong track and one that i felt like all it needs is like a cosign and it would like gain a lot more notoriety. Cause I feel like that's a, another like pretty sticky, like song. For um, sure. And he's been doing a lot of like, like his stuff has, I mean, his stuff's always been melodic and it's always been, you know, uh, but it used to, the earworms used to be different. Now I think they're a little bit more, you know, accessible or
2: like accessible. Right. Yeah,
0: like I recommended a friend of mine who hadn't listened to Cray, like this, this, uh, the Nokia talk tape. And also, um, some of Christ's features, like his his uh, track on the um, the Fawny album, um, well, Firestone, um, that song is great. One one of my favorite, one of my probably one of my favorites of the year, actually. Uh, mm. and that's like a working on dying track, but it's like kind of working on dying more in their lane of what they've been doing lately, like their stuff with Uzi and stuff. Yeah. It, Cray sounds terrific on it. Like he sounds great. He's flowing over. It's basically his song. He does like the whole shit, and Fawnie has like a verse.
2: Well, I saw, I saw on his Twitter, or Instagram. I saw that he he linked up with uh, Filthy again. I think, or he's yeah. working on dying. So I'm assuming they're probably going to do something soon. And for sure. I mean, they'd be working, that'd be dope.
0: You know, those guys usually always make good music together. So, I'm mm-hmm. um, looking forward to that. Like I said, I think he's. Reaching a a lane where, if you know, his influence has been acknowledged, obviously, by a lot of artists that have come up, but now he just needs to be like almost kind of pushed through where he's not going to be like a super underground, you know, artist anymore. He can have a little bit of a little bit more notoriety, I think, and I'd be continue to evolve.
1: I'd be curious to see what the what would have to happen for Craig to get any sort of mainstream like acknowledgement. I feel like like it almost would have to be purely by accident. Yeah. That he in any way...
0: Or he gets like... He's featured on something that you wouldn't expect.
1: Wait, Yeah, like the closest that I can think of right now outside of like... You know how you feel about like his Drain Gang features is like maybe in terms of recent times is like he was on the City Morgue
0: album. Yeah. In
1: terms of recent projects, that's probably the biggest thing he was. I
0: think. I think it's fair to say that, in my opinion, he could reach like Lucky level, like where it's kind of like Lucky's a pretty well-known artist in the underground, Mm -hmm. but he's he's not like mainstream, but he's kind of like. Sort of adjacent to artists in the mainstream, like you know, he has like an Earl cosine and stuff like that. But he's not like you know, his stuff does his stuff like his songs will do like you know, three four like he has some songs that are like three four million plays on streaming. Does good numbers, but but... does solid numbers. You know, has a has a lane, has a niche, has a pretty big core fan base. Mm-hmm. I feel like Cray has the core fan base and the lane and the niche and all of that, but he doesn't quite have the numbers yet. I'll talk like like, yeah. the like labs and stuff like that, like famous and, you know, blue, that song,
2: blue, blue blade yeah.
0: that song is hard as hell.
2: I feel um, like I have to mention, you know, black Cray was in a Miley Cyrus music video.
0: Yes. He that, was in, we can't stop. Right.
2: Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Like you guys just talking about him, like, potentially being mainstream at some point that kind of just made me think about it like that i wonder how that crossover ended up the
0: guy he he was the guy cutting off like the fake fingers or something yeah
2: something like that like that yeah
0: i i remember if you go and watch the video it's so funny Mm.
1: i just find that funny because again it's like you think back to his early days where he's calling himself tim black dash i'm sure he had a thing where he was like i'm the black miley cyrus (laughs) yeah <laughs> i oh, guarantee I he that. probably did did selena gomez he did uh kardashians i'm sure he did my i'm almost like 90 percent sure he did something about being a uh, like a black miley cyrus right so it's kind of funny that, that he's on a miley cyrus
0: that's a very like little b-esque thing
2: i know it really is yeah
1: yeah it's probably where he got it from because you know he was huge fan of, of huge Lil
0: fan B, of, yeah he on. was a huge fan of the bass freestyles obviously
1: but, in a weird way, um, you know, I think that the thing, I think as of right now, unless, like, again, Cray gets lucky with a feature, I think, like, the thing that would blow up, I think the thing that has the best chance of making Cray get mainstream acknowledgement, honestly, is booty chain. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. with the recent surge of female rappers... I think, you know, if, if, if Cray, you know, and Cray providing his production along with it, I think, you know, booty chain honestly has the ability to, to, to actually get somewhere like in sort of a mainstream sense. And then Cray is just along for the ride.
0: Right. Yeah, I think booty chain could be like flow Millie level, like popular.
2: because he has the, like that uh... one
0: song that like everybody fucks with, like mm. gets her on like some mainstream radar. Mm.
2: that yeah. tape was definitely solid though with oh yeah, her and him. yeah. Really, really good yeah
1: like I don't think Booty Chain will get like you know and I wasn't very hot on the Booty Chain album I had basically the same opinion of it as I have of Nokia Talk 2002 mm. but I think that you know Booty Chain could certainly get to you know she ain't gonna get to any like mi- at least as of right now I don't see her getting any like big Female rapper level, but I think she could be like the level of, like I don't know, a um, like a what's that one rapper hook or a, like a hook, city girl's yeah. level. I think she, she definitely well, be there if she's not there already.
2: Well, the one good thing she has going for is that I, I, allegedly she coined the phrase Tread. She did, I, I heard that somewhere, so that's I mean, that's pretty cool.
1: It's even referenced, I think, on the RYM page for Tread, but yeah, booty chain uh, name Tread. I don't cool. know what the context is. but No, me either. I'd be curious to know what her reasoning is for calling it that. Because mm. it mm. always, you know, as cool as the name as it is, I actually don't know what the physical act of Tread has to do with.
2: Yeah, I don't get it either. With,
1: with, with the name, given how... Um, you know i don't know maybe it was because around that time they were doing like what shitty sick boy does with a really big um uh, with a really big prominent base m mm. it's i don't
0: no. Hmm. i don't know i uh it's interesting to consider and it's interesting to consider where so you know, uh, cray will go from here but uh you know shout out to Shout out to Black Cray, definitely. Shout out to Black Cray. innovator.
1: Sick boy Rari, no one yeah. ever really calls you that, but and we, we probably.
0: <laughs> someone, asked him, someone asked him. Someone in asked him an interview, and he's like, "Cause I'm sick." Like he said <laughs> something, he said something <laughs> no, like, "Yeah." And
1: I remember that, but it's yeah, just I, funny that. I don't think I've ever heard or seen people prominently be like, oh, Sick Boy Rari. It's uh-huh. always Black Cray. Well, and he's first... been he's been sick. He hasn't been Black Cray since like 2016 or 17. Right. But people still call him that. Even though he's been trying to be called Sick Boy Rari the whole time.
2: I can't believe I, on Rate Your Music it says his first name actually is Rari. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and once again, you know, like I said, shout out to to Cray, an innovator forever ahead of his time. Like we've kind of gone over, and uh, we hope that you guys have come away with some recommendations to listen to, or if you're already a huge, you know, Cray fan, uh, you can definitely let us know. Um, once again, thanks, you know, Troy for coming on.
2: No problem, man. Wanted thank to, you.
0: You know, thank thank Wide A.K.A. Kitten and Pew, uh, on the site just for. Being the being the go editor and also uh, you know coming on and talking about Black Ray definitely another an artist that we all you know love and uh, will continue to follow for yeah as long as, as long as he's around and any pseudonym he uses
3: mm-hmm.
0: but uh, yeah for the three of us you know I'm Caleb and our outro music's Diana Pace by can Kick. Have a good week, guys. never
3: never stop, Ain't gonna never stop. It ain't gon' never start. They never stop. It never stop. It Stop!